The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. November, everybody. What is up? Welcome in to another episode. It's not Halloween, even though Dave is dressed like it. Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherman, the book. Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. The man in the yellow hat is what we're calling Dave today. Lots of stuff to get to live on YouTube and Twitter. Sports Grid Replay as well as Sirius XM. How are you, sir? We're get, we got a guy already waiting in the wings joining us here at the top. A lot of craziness happening here in Las Vegas. How are you? I'm good. I slept in the yellow suit. The man in the yellow suit. <laughs> Curious George for the kids who don't know. It's a great kids book. It is. And he had a man with a yellow hat. He did. That would be me. Dressed yes, like is. him. Savannah Bananas retweeted. They did. And put us on their Instagram page with the picture. So cool. the kids are all excited. Uh, the kids are always excited. You guys are excited. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. You know who else is excited? It's Adam Hill. because. Vegas, basically the center of the universe, <laughs> football wise, middle of the night, they fire everybody. I reach out and text this guy. He says, absolutely, I'll come on, but I'm busy. I got things to do. So, you know, if you got him in the green room, he got to bring him in at the top. Before oh, without a doubt, because I, I, I'm guessing he's at practice somewhere at practice. One, Mr. Adam Hill. How are you, sir? Welcome back to BVB. Good to see you, sir. Where are you at the moment is my first question. So funny enough, um, we came over to the building today to do our work, like we usually do in the media room, and uh, we were told, "No, can't come in." <gasps> so if you want to see, I'm going to turn the camera. You're actually going to see Tina Win from Channel 13 instead of the facility, but uh, she's here. Uh, the Raiders, the Raiders building is here. Uh, we are not, we are not allowed. So uh, that's that's what we're doing. We're waiting out basically in the parking lot for uh, to be able to let in. Adam, what? in the hell is going on because i mean the reports came out and then you know the spoofs came out he got fired by a fortune cookie after he came in dressed up as mark davis which we know that wasn't uh, you know that wasn't the case but what the hell do you know at least from the parking lot what's going on do you know how many texts i got for people asking if the halloween costume story was true (laughs) (laughs) it's not believable is it not like it's mark davis it's kind of believable it, well, it's not believable that Josh McDaniels would be obsessed with Halloween, as the story said. Like that part, True. that part didn't make any sense. But um, also, the the rest of the story, for those that didn't re- reach all the way through it, said that Mark Davis then went to PF Chang's, had to make a fortune cookie that said "You're fired," and then gave it to Josh McDaniels to eat, and then see that he was fired by fortune cookie. Which, look, I wish that was true. Right. Uh, it was not. It was not true. Um, I will say, you know, I, I did talk to some some staffers um, and even a couple players last night that said they weren't told. 
Um, you know, me reaching out for comment was the first they had heard that Josh wow. McDaniels had been fired. So that's interesting. But I think it also indicates it was a decision that was made fairly late in the day yesterday. People were already out of the building at the time, of course, released at 10 o'clock last night, uh, Pacific time. So uh, sounds like a decision that was made fairly hastily. Um, but I don't think it was made just yesterday. I think there was a lot that led up to it. And I think there was a lot of frustration expressed to Mark Davis uh, from people around the building, not just players, but people around the building as well, uh, of the direction things were going in. And um, obviously the last two performances were not good at all. And I think they decided, look, it's going to happen at the end of the year. Why not just do it now and uh, see what we have the rest of the way with a, you know, a coach that has very little experience in Antonio Pierce. Uh, a quarterback, obviously, they're moving to in a rookie, Aiden O'Connell. They want to see how much he can develop and you know where he is. So uh, there's a lot of things they still want to see for this year, and they didn't want to see Josh McDaniels as part of that. And to me, McDaniels and Ziegler were a package deal, as was Mick Lombardi, um, who was very, very tied in, obviously, with them. So uh, those guys are out. The new regime is in, and we'll see how they handle the rest of the year. But you know, the Raiders just had an interim coach two years ago. They made it to the playoffs, and then that interim <laughs> coach still didn't get the job. So... You know, we'll see how this one works out. Adam, why all three of them being a package deal, though? Like firing the head coach, okay, but you fired the offensive coordinator and the general manager. You destabilize every single facet of this organization as they go forward here. Why do it all at once? Well, it's, it's the good and the bad of what they did in terms of the organization, right? So when they hired Josh McDaniels, they also hired Dave Ziegler. They are, you know, best friends for a long time. They were both. Um, teammates at John Carroll University, where uh, I did go earlier this year to John Carroll, spent some time on campus and did a story about their background, um, you know, just as uh, as friends since college, guys that had been there. You know, the story of Josh McDaniels uh, was there as a quarterback. He got beat out by the job by Nick Casario, who's now the general manager of the Texans. He moved to wide receiver and a three-time All-American, a wide receiver, really a special teamer, but um, three-time All-American was in that wide receiver room, and that was Dave Ziegler. They've been friends since that time. Josh McDaniels brought him to the NFL, and they came here together. They were hired together. They're friends. They live on the same golf course uh, here in town. Like They are they're super tight, and they were always going to be a package deal. I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, Mick Lombardi, who, uh, you know, obviously his dad is, is kind of a legend in the business, and we know him very well around the media circles. Um, he's been around the Patriots for a long time, Mick has, and he was very much part of the McDaniels and Ziegler tree and a lot of other coaches were as well. But I think that they're from their perspective, you know, they, are, they promote Antonio Pierce, who is a fiery guy, an emotional guy, a leader, um, and probably not an X's and O's guy, which, you know, is understandable. I mean, he is on the defensive side, but in terms of being a head coach in the NFL, he's probably not ready to that point yet, but he's the leader, Patrick Graham, a very cerebral guy, defensive coordinator. Uh, he is, he, he'll stay as coordinator and keep running that side of the ball. And then uh, Bo Hardigree, who's the the you know uh, the quarterbacks coach, will call plays and run the offense. So um, I think they just wanted to, to cut ties with everybody who's like really really in the inner circle uh, of McDaniel's and Ziegler. And you know these guys were all brought in by them, and they're part of the coaching tree as well, but um, maybe not as directly tied. And so they just kind of moved on from that regime completely. So they move on from that regime. Okay, now Adam, what does Devontae Adams do, and what like? You know, me and P. Rott were texting last night. Like, man, like, did they did they send them? They don't send them. The trade deadline was yesterday. He's here the rest of the year. What is a guy like him who came here with, I don't know, you want to say visions of grandeur, but was promised or told one thing, and now he's left with this situation? What does he do? Yeah, I'm sure he's not thrilled, but I'm also look. I, I'm not 
I'm not saying this like Devante didn't tell me this or it's not coming from anybody close to him, but this is just my understanding of how this organization works. I'd be shocked if Devontae Adams wasn't asked about this before. Cool. Like I'm I'm sure that Mark Davis went to him and said, Hey, you cool with this? You good? Are we okay? Um, is this what you want? Not not that, you know, he's making the decision, but like he's earned that right to be listened to and to be heard. And I think he's expressed the desire to be heard. And I think Mark Davis respects the hell out of him. And look, if you're around Devontae Adams every day, like like I am, um, you appreciate him even more. Like he's not only great on the field as a player, um, he really he gets it, he's thoughtful and um, really in, in the way that he expresses himself. And um, there's just so many positive qualities about him as a person, even more so than as a player. And I think he's earned that level. So um, I'm sure they talked to him. I'm sure they got his, you know, his blessing at least, if not his insights. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm sure that was part of this process. Adam, the Raiders do not have to pay Jimmy Garoppolo's salary next year unless he gets hurt. There's $11 million kick-in bonus. Well, part, if he were- part, part of it, part of it. There's that's an extra part that's guaranteed if he gets injured. Um, but there is still part. I mean, they're still going to be, they're still going to be responsible for quite a bit. Okay. Is that why, but, but yes, to, to your point, I think what you're, what you're getting at is, is that why he's being benched and they want to protect him from injury? Um, maybe that might be part of it. Um, I think they've also just seen not a lot of good out of Jimmy Garoppolo. I think there's a lot of frustration with, there's not a whole lot of plays to be made on the field, but when there are, he's missed them. Um, and so I, I think that's part of the frustration that that we've seen uh, with the organization right now. Like I, he's clearly hurt for one thing. Um, he's been hurt twice this year and he's still got the lingering foot issue from last year. So um, he's still dealing with a lot of that, but it's been bad. It's been really bad when he's been in there. Um, and yes, that's, you know, their, their only wins are when he's in there, but those uh, are a little bit, a little bit fugaze in the terms of uh, who they beat and how they beat them. So um, I, I don't think he's done enough to keep the job. Uh, I thought Aiden O'Connell, I, I still don't understand this. You know, I saw it written again today. Like, I think it might've been Schefter or Rappaport that was like, oh, they'll go with the promising Aiden O'Connell. Promising. <laughs> like, look, he's different, right? He's a different player. He's young. We don't know about it. We don't know his flaws yet necessarily. Right. Uh, Cause we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo for many years. We haven't seen a whole lot of Aiden O'Connell, but I don't think people paid attention to the chargers game that he played. I mean, it was Awful. Awful. <laughs> awful. Awful. His under his understanding of the pocket was just negligible. Not good. He had he held the ball way too long. Yes. He was fumbling. He threw the bad interception at the end of the game. And he moved the ball when the Chargers went to prevent. And the Chargers started playing like they had a hundred to point lead in that game for yes. God knows what reason. Mm. And then he showed some promise. So I'm not saying Ado Cuddle will never be good. I'm not saying he might not be good this week. Like who knows? But I don't know what people have seen. Like the fan base is like, yes, Aiden O'Connell to save the season. The guy that you watched against the Chargers? <laughs> that guy? So, so it is that guy. And we are a gambling show. Um, you know, we mix the gambling in the rest of life and everything else. The line is now Raiders minus one. There's a couple one and a halves. The total's 37. You know we live here. You know we've been in these books for a long, long time. The Giants are bad, bad. The Raiders, bad, bad. What do you do in a situation like this with this game if you got to use this game in a contest? Or would you actually have a play in this game other than under? I mean, under is the easy one. Um, but, I man, it's tough. Here's the thing. 
I would say this would be a very easy decision. Um, I think you guys know my feelings on Tyrod Taylor, the proper starter of the Giants. Yeah. Right. Uh, maybe one of my favorite players of all time. Yes. Uh, if Tyrod Taylor was playing, I would say easily load up on the Giants and bet whatever Agreed. you want. Agreed. Uh, he, is, he is not. Uh, so Daniel Jones being back. Oh, boy. I, look, here's the thing. I'm, I don't have a whole lot of faith in what the Raiders are doing right now. But – uh, I, I am familiar with the term dead cat bounce, which I'm sure you guys are from the betting world as well. Mm-hmm. Like you usually see a little bit of a bounce, uh, a little bit of a spring in the step of teams with a new coach, especially when you go from Josh McDaniels to super fiery and emotional and passionate leader, Antonio Pierce, who, by the way, played for the Giants and is uh, going to want to beat them. Want a ring with the Giants. Um, want a ring. Exactly. So I feel like that might be enough for the Raiders in this situation. Uh, even though there's not a whole lot that tells you they should win this game. Right. Uh, at least that part of it makes me think maybe they're worth a play, especially against Daniel. I mean, look, if it's Danny, Jason, DeVito, uh, whoever that guy is, Oof. I probably would definitely take the Raiders. Uh, but I, 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 with Daniel Jones, it's tough. I might go, I might go Raiders. Adam, this is pretty much the consensus that this is going to be it for Josh McDaniels as a head coach. It did not work in Denver, did not work here in Las Vegas, but any sense for what his future might be? He's got, he's got four years of freedom. If he wants to do nothing, but sit on the beach and do nothing. But do you think he coaches in the NFL anytime soon? Well, I would, I would, I would buy a house in Cabo and live my life. Um, Gronk already reported this morning that he's going to be the offensive coordinator of the Patriots next year. Oh my goodness. Are you serious? Bill O'Brien. Yeah, Gronk, something Gronk, to say about that. Well, uh, he, Gronk said Bill O'Brien is definitely taking another job. He's definitely leaving and that McDaniels will be the coach or the, uh, the, the offensive coordinator of the Patriots. Um, he then said, look, this is not a report, just what I believe. So who knows, but uh, he knows that relationship. Well, if if that job is open, if Bill O'Brien takes a job somewhere in college or whatever he's going to do, then I think absolutely there's there's a possibility Josh McDaniels the OC next year wow. in New England. Thanks, guys. They just never leave and they always come back. It's probably like, you know, when the kids finally leave for college, they come back. It's unbelievable. All right, Adam, last one for me. What is your status? How long are you going to be out in this parking lot? Do you need me to get food delivered to you? Is no. everything okay? Are you guys good out there? Breaking, breaking news. They just opened the uh, they opened the lot, so the meeting room's open now, so I can go over there as soon as, uh, as, soon as we're done. Perfect. Well, you go and get yeah. us that also, great information that you also, always do. If you look, if you look on this side, there's a there's a jujitsu class that just opened, Hi-yah. and uh, they just came outside. They came outside and said, why, why are you guys, why are you guys all in the parking lot? What is going on? We're like, it's the entire, the entire media core of the Raiders is here. Um, and I think if these guys wanted to beat us up, they easily could have, easily. there's like three of them. They, they could have taken out all 30 of us, whatever is out here. Uh, but yeah, so we roll. Adam, thank you for the time. Really appreciate it. You're super busy. Go find out what the heck's going on with this franchise. They're a mess. Appreciate your time today, my friend. Sounds good guys. Talk to you soon. Adam Hill, Las Vegas Review Journal, joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. From the parking lot. From the parking lot of being kept outside by the Raiders, which I guess is totally typical for the Raiders, right? I mean, that's just par for the course for this team. It's par for the course is what they are. I mean, they just, again, the reason why people believe that Mark Davis actually had a fortune cookie made that said, you're you're fired punk or something like that was because it's somewhat believable. 
use the term hot, hot shot. shot. Yeah, you're fired, hot shot. Yeah, because it's believable. It's believable for this franchise that something that crazy would have gone on and happened. The story was written perfect. For those of you that haven't seen it, it's at PFT Commenter, uh, where I caught it. I sent it to you, where Josh McDaniel walked in Halloween dressed as Mark Davis. And Mark Davis was like, oh, really? You dressed as me with the bowl haircut and all that stuff? <laughs> they sit down and have lunch. And... <laughs> Mark Davis gets P.F. Changs because it's right by the building all the time. Always. And he's a big fan. So he has it brought in and he hands Josh McDaniel a fortune cookie that says you're fired. Hot, Hot shot. shot. Yeah. <laughs> Only thing better would have been if he used home slice. Like home slice. home slice. That's that term, too, that gives it to you a little bit. But wow. Um, well, that's good. So Adam's going to get the real story, the team story. What's and the Tony- play in the game? It's Wednesday, but like the line's coming down, and I'm thinking there's the no right reason side- for the, the the Raiders being favored is, is ridiculous. There's no reason why the Raiders That's should be why favored. They're going to win. Telling you right now, seeing this so many times, I'm telling you, telling it's possible. You. Look, Antonio Pierce, and the one thing I didn't ask Adam because he had to run. I was, my last question was going to be to him, but I, I mean, he could speculate. But like. Last time, two years ago, the Raiders fired John Gruden, installed Rich Passaccia, you know, rah, rah, lifer, let's go, guys. Special teams coach. Special teams coach, right, let's go, and they made the playoffs. I'm not saying the Raiders are going to make the playoffs, but I wonder if by going to an interim head coach and changing the voice in the locker room, does Mark Davis hope to try to change the narrative around the franchise right now? Because – I mean, look, there are some bad teams, but the Raiders are in a brand new building in a brand new market with a with the Super Bowl being here in Las Vegas. Yeah. His other team, the Aces, just went back to back in the WNBA. Wait. And baseball is on, on its come up here. We've heard all the rumblings about the NBA coming up here. There's going to be a lot of competition. And we saw it with the Golden Knights. Tourism will happen for a little while, but like... Bronco fans who come here may do it once every couple of years. You know, Raider, Chief fans may come here once every couple of years. You Only if their team is good. You can't really rely on the other team's fans Hell no. to fill your building if you suck. And this town's competition is as aggressive as anybody else's. And maybe it might become the most competitive town for your entertainment dollar given everything else that's going on. I mean, you two tickets are a thousand dollars right now on the secondary market to go to the sphere. So I wonder if he's trying to, you know, just shake things up and say, all right, maybe this guy will be able to get the players ready and get focused and good because man, I don't know if you saw the, somebody put out an incredible Jimmy Garoppolo breakdown for the number of times he missed Devonte Adams against the lions. It. I saw it. Oh my gosh. He had like three 60, 70, 80 yard touchdowns. I mean, he literally schooled the cornerback for the Lions. He was right. wide open, and Garoppolo yep. missed him not by a little. He missed yeah. him by yards. Yep. So I get why they're making the change, but I'm not sure that O'Connell's any better. I mean, they got a lot of work to do. This is what happens here, though, right? Like things work until they don't, and then boom, they blow them up. They close, they put partitions around them, and then boom, it's reinvented. Like that's Vegas. And I think after a national TV performance like that, yeah, they had to come in the building. Everybody had to come in the building and go, it's not working. We got the Super Bowl here this year. 
Like we're everybody's watching us. Like gotta go, gotta go. Just blow it up, blow it up. That's it. And you know it's Tuesday and Tuesday night, and you know we're trying to get the Vancouver over in, and we're watching things. And the Lakers, or I mean uh, the Suns, are blowing games like they were all. Clippers are blowing out people and all that other stuff. There's so many other things to talk about. And then it was like boom, what? McDaniel's fired. The GM too. Oh, they took the offensive coordinator and said, "Grab your bag on the way out too." You're all going. Wow. Okay. Now it's Wednesday, and the media. Would you work with the jujitsu guys? Would you work? You got you four. Mean? You got four years of guaranteed multi multi million dollars. The only way you don't get paid is if you take another job. Oh, if you're Josh McDaniel, you mean? Yes. If you're Josh, do you work? Do you take the Patriots job next year knowing you've got four years left to get paid? Wow. Do you get the same money? It offsets, right? So I forget how I forget how much I think the Raiders are paying them 10 like eight, nine million a year, right? So, like if you took the OC job with the Patriots, if it was one million, that would knock off one million dollars. You'd get seven million dollars from the Raiders. Huh. He's getting his money. He's going to be paid millions upon millions of dollars to do nothing from the Raiders. That's why the move people are saying that like this is a move about money. Well, in, in you know, Mark Davis is the only thing he the the, the most valuable thing Mark what? Davis has is the Raiders. So like this move is about money because like they don't want to pay anyone. They they want to try to keep themselves in the limelight, whatever excuse you're going to make as to what the Raiders are doing. I mean, he, he's still paying John Gruden. <laughs> he's still paying John Gruden. Now he's paying, he's paying John, John Gruden a lot of money, right? He's paying John Gruden right now. That was $10 million a year. He's paying him for another like five or six years, right? Um, like, I, I don't know if it's, it was a 10 year deal for 10 million a year. I don't know if how many years into that we are, but it's multiple. So he's going to play, have to pay John Gruden. He's got to pay Josh McDaniels. Now he's going to have to pay the GM. Now hire a new G- GM next year. He's going to be paying for three head coaches, Dave in 2024, three. I mean, that is unreal. I get it. The, when they moved to Vegas, the value of the Raiders went from $3 billion to $6.3 billion. It doubled in value. Okay. His team is the second most valuable team right now in the NFL. The Raiders so, are? Yeah. So, hold on. Wait, yeah. no, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, no. Increasing. No, the second most increased in value. Okay. That's what that okay. is. That's what that is. Okay. Because um, one is Cowboys, two is Patriots. But the Raiders are right there, though. The Raiders are in top five for most valuable teams in the NFL right now. Oh. So, and it's all everything to do with the market. It's got nothing to do with the team. Right. So, like, he's got the money, obviously, but he's not liquid like other owners. Like, Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones are liquid. They can do whatever they want. Right. Mark Davis isn't. Mark his his wealth is tied up in value, what the value of the Raiders are. I don't know. It's it, it, it is not whoever they hire next. Th- this has got to be. A, it has to work. So so let's let's ask the, the brigade this question. And again, you guys are doing an unbelievable job. Hit the like button every single time you get here. When you get here, whenever you get here, I I, I got my favorite thing about today queued up already for the end. Um, it's awesome. If he takes the New England offensive coordinator job and they pay him four million dollars a year. 
He makes four from them and he still gets the six. Yeah. To, yeah. So they take four million. If he makes ten million a year from the Raiders for not working, he still makes six. Yeah. You're he's guaranteed it's guaranteed money. It. No, yeah. it's every it's every contract. You're guaranteed that money. You sign a guaranteed contract to get paid that much money. If you go take another job, it knocks off the salary, but it it lessens the blow for the Raiders, but it doesn't take them off the hook. So either way, he's getting the money. I mean, what is he going to do? Sit for four years and not work because he's never working again in the NFL if he does that. Correct. Yeah, but he he, he never has to work again anyway. Well, I know, but I mean, if you (laughs) like the work and you and you correct job, right? You you know you keep working, but by the way, the, the Raiders are number are, are tied with the Bears for number five most valuable franchises in the NFL. Cowboys one, Patriots two, Rams three, Giants four, Bears Raiders five. What if he takes a TV job? Same thing. I don't know the the the, the language of that. I don't know. That might he might get both. He might get Raider money and TV money. He might get paid with both of them. I think Josh McDaniel can do whatever he wants. I would I agree know. with If that. you guys in the chat watching the show, guys and girls in the chat, would you work or would you take the money and go to the beach? Like Adam said, he'd go to Cabo. I'd be in Curacao or Aruba or both. Um, that's where I'm going to go anyway at some I mean, point. It's a lot of money. I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> it's he's young though. Like he's got a lot of life left. So what if he is a football lifer, which he generally seems to be. I don't know. And I think it would be hard for him. I don't to know. Prisano came in the chat and asked what happens if he takes the TV job. That's a great question. Marcelo Anda said the best job to have is being a fired head coach in the NFL. Fair. Not a bad gig. Fair. Um, Good money. Is Josh McDaniel TV material? No. I don't believe so. No. Yeah. I don't, I don't he know. could do like sports center type stuff. You know, he could do those types <laughs> of, those types of hits. But he's not going to be doing like, you know, big time football. He's not Troy Aikman. He's not doing games. I'm going to call it number two. They're putting lines on how many drinks I have on the on the desk while we do the show. I have two. <laughs> two. Double the hats. Water and, a, and the mango dragon fruit today. There you go. Uh, okay. We were going to start with this, but here's a question for you and the brigade. Yep. Can you go from Christmas, from Halloween to Christmas? Because in this house, my daughter came in, woke up, came in, started ripping down the Halloween decorations and looked at me and said, go get the Christmas decorations. And I went, what? And she goes, it's November 1st. And I go, yeah. She's like, well, it's time to put up the Christmas decorations. Said, hold on a second. The outside is still all decked out for Halloween. Like pump the brakes. Like we got time. I, I, I was like, what about Thanksgiving? She's like, what about it? There's no, she goes, there's no such thing as Thanksgiving music. And I was like, well, that's fair. <laughs> there isn't a thing as Thanksgiving music. Kids know everything. <laughs> I personally, Thanksgiving is the biggest holiday in the house for, for us. We, we'd say, really? It's always my favorite holiday. Um, we always had a lot it's of my, people at the wow. house. I don't really, I, I liked it. I never really like, I don't know. I, come, I, come, I came from a big family. So like having big family gatherings happened all the time. Right. Same. But so. I mean, it was the same. I mean, we had seven people in our family growing up. Right. Every day at dinner was a big family. Game. Right. <laughs> it was a big deal. But right. Thanksgiving was special because other people came. True. And, you know, it was it was randoms like, you know, my dad was really good about inviting people. My mom was really good about inviting people. And then my grandmother and somehow 
my father-in-law and mother-in-law have done the same thing. So, you know, we open the house to people that are here in Vegas that we know that are by themselves, can't go home, don't have any family. Like, hey, come over and hang out with us. Mm. They come and they're usually worn out after two hours because there's a lot of noise <laughs> and yelling and, you know, right. games being played and whatever else. Now we got the dog running around. But no, to answer your question, there's a transition. It's too much, too fast. No, we got to talk, talk to Maddie and say, listen, you got to like it's Pump the breaks. The end of November least the third week let let's for here for us we got to get to this race and get that done amen we got to get the f1 done and then thanksgiving and then we can start talking about christmas and all that other stuff i think we got more than enough time you i mean as grown-ups guys you know with kids and and the few women that are in the chat guys girls if you're in the chat please just put something in there that you're in there because our uh, female audience is going up every day, but we don't always recognize. True. We're we're all pretty much in agreement. Like you can't, today's not the day to start cranking up the Christmas music. Is it right? I mean, like. It is it, my sister. If my sister and my daughter are both really? today all in. Yep. It's, it's already started. I can't touch the outside of my house until December the 1st. The HOA will issue large fines. So I'm not allowed to do it. So like I told Madeline, I'm like, I can't touch. Until December the 1st, Maddie, the outside of the house can't be touched. Inside of the house, we can start to do slowly bringing things out, slowly setting it up. But I'm like, we have Thanksgiving decorations, Maddie. Like we have right. a Thanksgiving center centerpiece. We've got Thanksgiving yes. different things that like we can put up for Thanksgiving, Maddie. Like there right. is another holiday coming up. Let's not rush through November. <laughs> like let's just enjoy November and then we'll appreciate Because I would do Christmas year round. Like I'm a Christmas fanatic. Like what? that's Oh yeah, I think Christmas, Christmas music, Christmas decorations, Christmas colors. I, yeah, I'm all in on Christmas, 100. In February, anytime. It, it doesn't matter when. Like I, I follow Christmas. Like there's an unbelievable European Christmas Instagram account that all year round just puts up different small villages all over like Austria and Vienna and Italy and all these cool places that do like unbelievable things in the Swiss Alps. I'm all in on that. Like that's phenomenal. I, I, I can't get enough of it. Give me more. I am a Christmas nut. It's my favorite holiday. It's my favorite month of the year for everything you get to go ahead and do. But I, I like Thanksgiving. I just, I left, I've been alone on Thanksgiving so many times because I've been gone and it hasn't really like, it just wore off for me in terms of Thanksgiving was the Turkey bowl with my family growing up. Right. It was the biggest game. I have 17 cousins, oh God. my uncles, my dad, like it was a huge deal. We had drafts. We would draft at Easter uh-huh. for Thanksgiving. We would have, you know, sometimes we practice before the game. Like it was a really big, big deal. Very and then serious, my, Nick. very serious. Yeah. My uncle Vinny blew his ACL out one year and that kind of ended the whole deal. Right. No. Yeah. Can't get hurt. hurt. Like you <laughs> can get sore, but hurt, you can't hurt. get hurt, hurt. If you get hurt, hurt, the game's over. That's it. He cut and his knee popped and that was it. We were done with the big craziness of, you know, of, of the uh, Turkey bowl. But that was what Thanksgiving it wasn't the meal. It was the game. Two years he played in snow. Oh, like the best. Eight nothing, inches of snow. Nothing better than playing football in the snow. Ugh. Nothing better. For those of Flag you. Flag football in the KC snow. from KC. He could go play football in the snow today in Cleveland. He's sending us pictures. It snowed in Cleveland yesterday. Last night he woke Lake up. Lake effect snow or snow. snow snow? I don't know, but there was a lot of snow on the ground in Cleveland. Wow. I mean, you saw that game last game, night. Man. That, that, yeah. that uh, Mac game. It was snow yep. all over the place. So yeah. good luck with that. Um, I told you Monday how excited I was that you went 
to that Taylor Swift thing with my wife and did all of that. <laughs> right. I feel like I'm talking to my wife right now because her feelings about Christmas are the same exact thing as you. She leave that stuff up all the time. Yep. And like the music never stops yep. and this and that enough. Already. So, like, so there's enough. a, there's a, there is a album. Ever heard of a guy named George Winston? Not by that name, like I, I, if you say something, I might recognize. But no. he's a pianist. Okay, so he's okay. maybe the most famous piano, like concert piano, American guy. Okay, he has an album called December, uh-huh. which in my house, I started listening to that. I don't know when I was eight or nine years old. Okay, and my stepdad brought it in. I'd never heard of it before. I've seen George Winston in concert. This uh-huh. is guy. Oh, this play piano. I listen to the December George Winston music year round. He has probably his most famous one is, is the, is the song that everyone walks down the aisle to in Pouchable's Canon. So he does Pouchable's Canon in D that's his song. Uh-huh. Everyone, you probably have heard it in weddings and it's a very, very popular wedding song, but joy and Thanksgiving and all these different songs. I listen to it year round. Like, like Madeline knows instantaneously. Like She's like, Oh, this again, like whenever I'm listening to it. So yeah, Michael blue blaze Christmas album that starts, that will start probably around the 15th of November. Yeah. That's, that's on, that's on replay of the house for a month and a half. That's fine. Like that. That's I, I, I like that stuff. Like Percy Roscoe came in a chat and said he went to work today and they're playing Christmas music already. Costco is decked. I mean, literally, I went there last night. I went there to get Halloween candy last night. I was like, where the hell is the Halloween stuff? Gone. All huge eight-foot-high Christmas trees, like everything for the outdoors, all Christmas. Instantaneously, the second they got to Halloween, it went full-blown Christmas. This is the portion of the show where we all learn something about Matt Peralta (laughs) at Sports Talk Matt that we didn't know before. He's a Christmas guy. A big Christmas guy. I'm a big Christmas guy. I've told you this before. Mom's side of the family, 100% Italian, Catholic, all Christmas. Dad's side of the family, Jewish, raised, Hanukkah, this and that. The business was a retail business. So today, November 1st, is the day that everything started for us, where we extended the store hours. Go time. We worked like dogs for a month and a half, actually right up until New Year's, because the week of returns after Christmas was just as hard, if not harder, than a lead up. Mm. So I have a different, um, a different did you, mentality. Did you do both it. growing up, Christmas and Hanukkah? We were doing Christmas cup before it was cool. Ah. Yeah, we were doing everything. So yeah, we lit the candles, said the prayers, did all that. My cousins, were like and then that. went to. I was, the, I was always so jealous, like because we started having like Christmas or, or Christmas events, like probably like around the fifteenth, and they'd be opening presents. I'd be like, "What the hell is this?" They're like, "Oh, it's Hanukkah." I'm like, yeah. wait, you get both? Like, yeah. yeah, we get both. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. tremendous." <laughs> yeah. So Christmas low key was always right. a little bit, you know, low key because we already had. I mean, yeah. you know, as you get older, you get. Uh, different things, right? You know, it's not bigger, whatever. Um, yeah, it was both, and it was just more work than anything. <laughs> and that's how I remember it. It was always work, and like, so it's too soon. I like Christmas music, I love Christmas music. It's too soon today. I don't want to hear it today. Too fast. I would agree. Baseball is still being played. I for now told you this was going to happen. Game two and game three the two lowest watched world series games 
in history. Yep. In history. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this is history. This is not just like me saying this. Right. In the history of televised Major League Baseball World Series, we have never seen game two and game three, the least viewed fall classic in history. Yep. Not a shock though, right? I mean, this was no. predictable that this was going to happen when you have two teams that generally don't have big fan bases. Yeah, Saturday night, it's uh, it's up against a lot of stuff and got lost. And, you know, it wasn't a big market to carry it. Right. And then a big brand Monday. It's against NFL. It's against Monday night football. And it's like, OK, it's still it's tech, it's one one. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So, I mean, tonight might be, might set an all time low that might not be touched. No one's watching this tonight. Well, I don't, there's no football. I know, but I don't think anyone's going to watch it. I don't think people are going to pay attention. This is, this is a Wednesday night. This is like, go get, this is the honeydew night. This is go do stuff. You got to do food shopping night, clothes shopping night, whatever it might be. This is not a, a, a watch the TV type night. Right. Just, I don't know. I'll be watching it. I'll be on in-game live watching it. Um, You know, if it gets settled tonight, if the series ends, um, you know, we will be taking a ride around town a couple days, picking up some stuff. That'll be fun. We've got to go see a few guys about a few things. Um, I don't know. It's a pick em game. We've got a lot of people in the chat. <clears throat> Is it over? Not over the total. Tonight, Texas or Arizona, pick them game. Look, last night, put it in the chat. First time in history of the the World Series, a team with two outs scored five runs in back-to-back innings. All 10 runs were scored with two outs. I mean, that's incredible. Incredible. Never been done. Yeah, incredible. Just watching it, we were like, you almost felt bad for the Diamondbacks. I did feel bad kept on running out pitcher after pitcher after pitcher and they couldn't get anybody out. It was just like yeah. in back-to-back innings. I mean, it was, you know, one of those games where you're like, what just happened? One of your Pittsburgh content creators did a gag last night. She liked the under. So she said, I'm going to drink a beer and eat a hot dog for every run that gets scored during the game. Wow. <laughs> the, <clears throat> when the third inning, she was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a night. That's a lot of hot dogs. I guess she stopped at 10, 10 beers and 10 dogs. I mean, and then Arizona scored all them runs in a night. The right. final score was 11 to seven. That was a long night. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, we got everybody so far in the chat said Arizona wins tonight. We got one. Star it's fair. Okay. It's check, it's fair. Auto. Zach Gallon is 12 and two this season at home. His ERA is a full two runs better at home than he is on the road. So this is, you know, under in the Diamondbacks, like D-backs money line, take the under. Tied in total, Diamondbacks and under. Yeah. I mean, it's a pick. Uh, Evaldi's not going to get hit tonight. You can't see him giving up a lot of runs. I just wonder, do you buy into the Garcia speech? That's what they're saying, that he, he gave an impassioned speech before the game to his teammates that he's not a very big vocal guy, but he really showed a lot of emotion about after being ruled out for the rest of the series about going and winning this thing right now, they haven't lost on the road yet. 
It's an amazing statistic. They're eight and zero on the road, going It'll for nine and zero. Amazing way to close out this. Yeah. When you look back at history, you'll be like, they won every game they played on the road. What? How can this be? What? Um. Yeah, I was talking about it last night with Zinno, and then you know, Cam came on and said, "Well, do you buy into the thing that Texas wants to win it at home?" No, no, don't think they care at all about Not where they at win all. It. They, they want to win, win it. it on the road. They want to win it. Period. They don't care where. Unblemished record on the road in the postseason. That's a fantastic and un that, that that's never been done. Okay, it can only, be, it can only be matched. It can't be beaten. It can only be matched. Right. So, so. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think that's, um, I think that's a, a a great thing. Listen, Corey Seager seeing the ball, it doesn't matter. It's a grapefruit. Like he is seeing a beach ball every time he comes up, and somehow they keep pitching to him tonight. I would just stand in a box four. Go. Go to first. I ain't giving you a pitch to hit. I'm not. That's it. Gallon has to pitch the game of his life. And I'm talking one or two runs max in seven. Yep. Fair. And he don't go seven. So now we got to hand it to the bullpen who's extinguished <laughs> after yesterday. Exhaust, exhausted. They yeah. are, I mean, they are toast. Like they have a lot of innings used. They have a lot. I mean, I don't know. You can dial it up again and, and let Lavello manage his way through a maze of a third of an inning, an inning, and here and there. Like, I don't know. Forget about all them raw, raw speeches. Every time one of them guys gets in that batter's box for Texas, they are taking hacks. I I don't know. I first first impression for me, and again, we got a lot of people to put uh, wow! All Diamondbacks, literally, and then Rainmaker Lou came in with Texas. If I got to pick a side tonight, P. Roll, which I'm so glad I don't. Right? It's Texas. It's Danny Evaldi. Big game. I eight. have. A, yeah, I have. I have a different. I have a different feel for this game than I do for the. I mean, I. I. Gallon ha, has been great, but. If the Rangers score first, it's over. I mean, there is like a little bit of a heartbeat, like a titi, titi, titi. Like it's little for the Diamondbacks. It gets completely flatlined if they score one run. If it's one nothing, just like that alert. If it's one nothing, Texas, clear. We're dead. And even that's not going. Even clearing, like you know, the paddles aren't going to work on this team. That's it. They're done. It's going to be very because it's every Diamondback fan tonight is going into the ballpark expecting to lose. Like they've seen it now. They're going, okay, at least win it here. Don't let them win it here. Win this game, force it back to Dallas. Let's see what happens. Let them win it in Dallas. Have you ever been at a game where the home team's going to get eliminated with a loss? Yes. Not a game seven. Oh, not a game seven. Right. No. It's, it's I've been to game sevens. I've never been, even all them Pangle games I went to and uh -huh. other Diamondback playoff games and stuff, I've never been at a game where they were facing elimination and the other team was going to win a championship in your building. Not a championship. No, I've never been. I've been in playoff series okay. where the other team is going to advance. Right. But I've, I've never been to a, a championship. No. It's hard. Yeah. 
Because you're as a fan, you're 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 you know you're hoping you're what you're looking for your team to do something spectacular. You want history, right. but right. you ask of the thirty eight thousand people that were there for Game Four of the two thousand four American League Championship Series, uh, almost to a person would tell you that it ends tonight. Red Sox were going to lose Game Four and get swept by the Yankees. That was so awesome. <laughs> That was so awesome. That was my first year in a sports book here in Vegas. That was so awesome. I mean, it's insane because of what was so hard to do before the game, though. What Kevin Millar said to Dan Shaughnessy at behind the batting cage. Don't let us win tonight. And everybody went, what? And he said to Shaughnessy, don't let us win tonight. Yeah, but he knew what he had coming in on the mound. Coming, yeah, he right? knew, he <laughs> knew what five, six, seven looked like. He's like. I got Pedro in five. I got Schilling in six. I have Derek Lowe in seven. I'm pretty good. Don't let us win today. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'd you get right. us to those guys. We get to flip the order around. You might be in trouble, New York. Everyone was like, come on, bro. And then Dave Roberts does well, his thing. If, if, if Arizona had that going behind. Them. But they don't. They, right. Exactly. They don't have that. I can't, you can't say that. Pedro's right not walking now. through this door. That's true. No, no. Neither is Randy Johnson. Or Schilling. Or Schilling, you know, who did get the World Series done in 2001. Listen, selfishly, I'd love to see more baseball. I'd love for us to have a Friday night game to break down on right. in-game live. That was so much fun. It was. Um, you know, we did it. They cut a promo for us. They're oh, running good. it nonstop. Oh, good. You know, okay. All that, that, that stuff. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. With what, so, me, uh, me yelling about the strikeout prop, that one? All of it, yeah. Me, <laughs> me being an umpire, whether you crank it back like this or punch it out. And then seeing the result and celebrating nice. and laughing. Yeah. So, yeah, they're running that nonstop. It's good. Uh, hopefully people will watch it. Um, ain't nobody going to watch this game tonight. You're right. And, and in particular, if the Rangers get the lead. I love seeing the celebrations. I still, as as the, I always did, but I love seeing the celebrations. You, I mean, you were on the field when they won that game. The World Sox won. Oh, seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you've been there. It's one of my biggest regrets and I have no regrets in life. I try to live life with no regrets, but I was worried about getting fired from the sports book instead of, of going to game seven of the Stanley cup and watching a penguin. Yeah, get the cup. Dad of two little kids. You got to prioritize what's going on in your life. You I wanted to go hold the I cup. Know, they were going to let me go and sit with the cup and take pictures uh-huh. and get all this stuff. I, going hear you. On me. I, was like, I didn't know I was going on the field when I went to game four in Denver. I just, I knew that going there, the Red Sox were winning the game because it was John Lester on the mound and the, the Rockies had gone on that incredible run just to get to the World Series. Oh. And the Red Sox were lined up pitching wise. And it was just, you know, good morning, good evening, good night championship. And, hey. Lester, and Lester went out there, was dominant and it was over. And I was behind home plate when Jonathan Papelbon struck out whoever he struck out for the Rockies to win the World Series. And... Oh total chaos, but I, I'll never forget the Rockies. And I'll, there will always be a special franchise to me because for the last three innings, it was a blowout. They opened the doors to Red Sox fans outside the ballpark and said, come in, come on in. I was like, wow, that's really cool. Wow. Let them all come in and, and celebrate the championship and be there. So there were thousands of Red Sox fans who didn't have tickets who were there for the seventh, eighth and ninth inning to watch the end of the world series couple guys in the chat just dropped in some great nuggets. And again, if you guys are watching the show live, 
If you're on Twitter watching it live and you're tweeting at us, I apologize. I can't watch eight things at once, so I don't watch that. But there's people that go in and hit that hard button. We appreciate that. There's people that watch the Twitter feed live on the replay. We appreciate that as well. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Brandon S. just came in and said, I was at Game 7, or I was at Game and World Series Game 4 in Denver back in 07. I will remember getting swept like that for the rest of my life as a bummer. And then if there's uh, no baseball on Friday, CBW just came in to remind us that Matt and Dave will be breaking down BC plus two versus Syracuse on Friday. (laughs) What? Thanks, CBW. What? Dang. Hockey and basketball, bro. Basketball and hockey. Thank God we got that. It'll be a full slate of NBA and full slate of hockey to get into. Uh, Speaking of the NBA, we've got the Knicks and Cleveland. So the NBA is doing this again, okay? Knicks played at Cleveland last night. Knicks won big, under came in. Home and home. They're flipping tonight. Same two teams, Uh different city. They're going to New York and doing it again. I'm okay with this. You're you not are. Okay with this? I hate this. Home and homes are fine if they're playing at different buildings. How about when, like in COVID and when they started with the travel thing, they played two games in the same city. Awful. Hate that too. Terrible. I hate this too. This, uh, this I hate. I what's the point of this? Get the game done. Bang, bang. Get the game done. What do you mean? Why do I need to get the game done? I play 82 of them. Why am I rushing to get the Knicks and the Cavs in? It's a back-to-back. That's, a, that, that's how you play the back-to-backs. It's fair for both teams. It is? Yeah. Travel. Everybody got the same parameters. It's the same two teams, same cities. Travel's the same. So stop the nonsense. I don't know. I think the NBA is trying to do everything they can to keep this back-to-back thing alive so they can still play 82 games. When the real answer is play 60, make them all more meaningful, only play two games, maximum three a week, spread them out. Everybody will play. Every record's out the window if you play 60 games. You can't so do that. So what? That's history. What do you so what, Mr. Baseball? What do you so what? All sports have other history. guys aren't playing as it is. Yeah, but so after 60 games, they play more because we play 60 when they just play 40 instead of playing 60? No. They have they 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 play. I guarantee they'll play 60. The games will be more meaningful, no? I don't know. They could be kind of, but I mean, I mean, chop it what to seventy? I don't the know. Same, I don't know teams are going to be there. I mean, I mean, good is good. I don't think we're going to see like more upsets or more like incredible runs from teams that aren't expected because we play sixty games. I think we get guys wanting to play every game again. Maybe I don't know. I mean, their paychecks get cut, cut down dramatically, so I don't know if they would be so inclined to do that. You're losing ten home games. Nobody's going to do that. The owners aren't going to give up that revenue. The players aren't going to give up that revenue. Nobody's going to do it. But somebody's got to go to the tables and get together and say, why aren't you playing in 82 games? Well, because I'm hurt. Well, how can you not be hurt? Play less back-to-backs. Okay, we're going to play less games. Oh, no, we can't do that. Can you imagine how these conversations go in circles? Oh, no, Nobody true. Wants to, you know, acquiesce a little bit. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good point. And as a fan, all I want to do is see the games. I want right. to see the guys play the games. Right. It's tough. No, I'm not debating it. I mean, again, if you're a family of four and you save up all year long to watch LeBron play the one game he's going to play in your market and he sits, that sucks. Like there's no other way around it. Like that sucks. Like that's, that's really a bummer that 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 happens and those things should be avoided at all costs, but the NBA can't force guys to play because all they do is they say we're hurt. And then you can't say, no, you're not. 
<laughs> like get a doctor's note. Okay, here's my doctor's note. <laughs> like there's no like easy way of doing this. Well, I mean, I watch and we'll get to the Phoenix game here in a second, but I'm I'm watching that game and there's Booker and Beal on a sideline in street clothes. And I'm wondering, one of these guys, like they they look good in the first game when they all played together. They yeah. played together since. Okay. Now what? I, I mean I just I don't know how to how do you handicap this game? I don't know who's playing, who's not. Obviously, the line move tells me that the Knicks are fine. So, you know, they were favored, short favorites on the road. Two, two and a half, right? Yesterday. Now it's six at home. Eight point swing. Pre-game. What? That means somebody ain't playing for Cleveland. Right. It probably it might, it might be Donovan Mitchell. He was the only player. Um, we skip past this. We can go back to this. The Suns gave up 37 points last night in the third quarter. They blew a 20-point lead. And Kevin Durant got the ball literally taken out of his hands. And the game-winning layup was put in by the Spurs to win that game 115-114. Do you they remember never led. Do you remember what the I bet? The whole game. Yeah, 49, 49 minutes and 34 seconds they lost. They were trailing. Yeah, that's the entire <laughs> game until he took that ball uh-huh. and laid it up of go up 115-114, which ended up being the final. Which... I mean, the rank got to throw yeah, that 47 out. Of the minutes, yeah, 47 minutes, 30 seconds, yeah. not 49, 47 but minutes. Whatever it was, they yeah. did not lead one time. It wasn't two nothing. It was it was tied for 12 seconds. Otherwise, they were trailing the entire game. I make the genius move of this. I turn it on towards the end of the game and I see that Phoenix is minus two and a half. Right. And I'm like, Oh, they're going to win this game. I mean, this is fun. This is usually I'm on the Spurs and I'm taking, and I've already missed the take. Uh-huh. Like, you know, when I see 12 and a half or a fun money line, you take it for a couple bucks and then you root it home. No, I said, oh, they're going to win this game. It's two and a half. I didn't even look. I was like, it's easy. Put it in. And then I watched the meltdown. And then the kids came in from outside because a big cornhole game broke out here and a ping pong huh? game broke out. Huh? Kelsey had some friends from college come over. I can see the way this place is going to go. This joint's going to be, I mean, I call it, you know, the Hamptons. So I can say my kids live in the Hamptons and I've called it Camp Sharapan because of all the activities. It was all of it. Yes. Last night after the nice. activities with the candy and I'm watching a game going, is this the Spurs like growing up? Is this the sun's melting down? What? What did you yes. see? Both. I saw a 69 point third quarter for a game that was a dead under the entire game. And I, and I don't mean just under, I mean, under, yeah. I bet over two eleven and a half and a half at halftime. I was like, okay, I'm on under two twenty-seven. I'm betting. I, I have a 16 point middle. Perfect. I'm betting, I'm betting the over. So I bet the over trying to middle it. And I'm like, I'm going to middle this. This is great. We're sitting at 215, 216, 215, 216. It's ping pong and back and forth the entire fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I'm laying on the couch. I'm watching my phone. I'm watching everything that's going on. And I'm like, okay, we're up. And then the Suns just stopped playing defense. And I'm watching this going, oh my gosh, mm. what is going on in Phoenix defensively right now? Are you tired? They didn't know. Are you bored? They didn't know. I mean, this was an I the an equally stunning is that Popovich had them play up tempo. Yeah. Popovich said, run at them. The whole fourth quarter, the Suns were running at or sorry, the, the, the Spurs were running at the Suns, which might be something teams are gonna look at and go, okay, we can do that against these guys. Now, granted, no Booker, big deal for the Suns not having Booker out, out there. But I kept on going. 
are they going to slow down? Are, are the Suns going to take the air out of the ball? They have a lead. What are they doing? Why are they playing as up-tempo and sped up as the Spurs want them to? <laughs> and they played right into Pop's hands. And man, that turnover by Durant was something else. Literally just felt like he just reached over and just took the ball right Thank out you. of his hand. And just said, here, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go Don't worry in. about this. I'm going to go win the game here. Thank you. Right. Boom, throw it in. <laughs> like, what? Um, like, how but, did that just happen? So, you know, it says Beal back, Booker, foot, both of them on the bench. Yep. Beal had an unbelievable uh, smiley face uh, hoodie on. I, I, I gotta, I'm already on the hunt for one of those. Got to have one. Um, when you watch these NBA games and a team's like, you could watch it in the fourth quarter. You could feel it happening, right? Why don't he put Durant back in the game? I don't like, know. Like for the and longest time, the Suns had no idea what they were doing on offense. Like they were just throwing it around and then like, well, we'll just chuck it up and, you know, uh, Nurkic, right? Is yep. that the, 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 okay. He got hot in the fourth quarter from three. He did. And it was fun. Like, oh, he's going to keep chucking threes. At some point, throw it down low and just, take it to the hole and like get a basket because it went from 12 to 10 to eight to six. And I'm like, this is getting really real here. It was 25 and a half at one point, plus 25 and a half for the Spurs. Rain Rainmaker just came in and said it was 60 to one live 60 to one. The NBA is definitely not for the in game. The in game is not for the NBA, but it's for us. I love it. I mean, you got to pay attention to it when you're watching these games. The numbers are unbelievable. I mean, Ridiculous. They're, 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 and like in this game here tonight, I think it's one of them. Denver's only laying two at Minnesota, which is, I mean, excuse me, what what am I missing here? Big man not playing? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen anything if he's not. But what is that? <laughs> two? Two. Two. Really? Two. Defending champs on the road against the Timberwolves. You go like this when you go two, or do you go it's like a bucket? This? I, I I go that too, but three I go like that. Oh, three is like this. Here's yeah, two. Here's three. Guy. That's yeah. an old guy. Three. That's what the kids tell me. Why do you <laughs> do that, Daddy? I said yeah. I go like this for three. I always did. Uh-huh. I like this for two though. We got two outs. Okay. Always did that on the um, two because it could from the outfield. This can look like can't one. see. That's why you do that. That's yeah. why two. You got two. Yeah. Two is the line, and it's the line. Like that's not yeah. even like there's not one or two places. Solid Everybody two. determined that that's the line today. Two and 220. So I guess Minnesota's going to win. That's what it says, that right? Would, that, that would indicate that to me, no? I mean, right. Line tells the story. T-Wolves seem to be live. Do they not? Of course. But <laughs> Same question two. here. Bucks minus five. Toronto stinks. That's a, that's a good team away game line against a team that's middling. Right. One and three. I, I faded them in the open. It's like, it's so funny. I, I love when I do this. I know a team's going to be bad. So I bet them the first time out of the gate because they're going to be bad. Right. And then they win the first game and lose everything else. <laughs> they, they haven't won since. That's what you did with Toronto? Yeah. I faded them on opening night because I think they're going to stink. The Raptors are going to stink this year. And so out of the gate, they win outright. And then ever since, they've lost every game since. Just the way I'm running right now. I'm ice cold. It's unbelievable how cold I am. You are, you are oh. ice cold right oh, now. Oh, I'm right? so bad. I'm so bad right now. Oh, the last five days have been absolutely horrific. One of the worst. The NBA five. is not for the meek, especially early. No, it's not. It's not good. Um, huh. 
So the, is this a take? Hell no. No, this is a Milwaukee money line pair with the Celtics money line parlay. Green parlay, I'm calling it. Arnold just came in the chat and said, I look like a horse guy today. Do I look like a horse guy? <laughs> you do. It is very similar. You could definitely get away with it at the Breeders' Cup. Yep. It's Breeders' a, Cup look today. It's a Breeders' Cup look. Not so much a Kentucky Derby look. It's more of a Breeders' Cup, more of a later in the summer type of look. Right. I don't know. This thing is bright yellow when you see this <laughs> jacket in person and the pants and all, everything. And then I wore them crazy shoes. For the record, JC from KC, they were not Wheezy's. They were Mickey Mouse's. Mickey <laughs> Mouse shoes. Big, fluffy, yellow shoes. The kids love them. Um, I'm keeping them, too. I'm wearing them around the house. They're like, what are you doing? You'll you see go. them on Saturday. I'm going to let Maddie try them on. Oh, my. Right, yeah. Um, this got to be Milwaukee. I would agree. Yes. Golden State's laying seven home against Sacramento. De'Aaron Fox is not playing. That's why this number is seven. This is tempting. Take the Kings, is it not? No, really? I don't know. I'm not betting it, but I'm just I'm tempted. Like, man, that's a lot of points for, for how good this Kings team can be. Fox is a huge piece. I get I get you, but I don't know. Warriors start game. This will be this will be on the docket to this is a great game to watch, to watch tonight. Oh, yeah. This is a great game to watch. By the way, I got the whole family coming over today. All Four. our aunts and uncles, everybody's in town. Oh my stay on high alert. So I'm well, telling you, <laughs> you might get the text. What are you doing? I got to go. Got to go. I got to go see P-Roll about something. What? Oh, we got to go talk about something. Something. Bye. Something. <laughs> A lot of things happening in this house. Get today. me out of here, please. Yeah. We could go watch this game. Huh? Well, this game or the LA, LA game. This is. Well, first stay on this. Kings or, or, or Warriors. Seven's a stop sign for me. I, I can't lay it or take it. I think we can wait. In game it I over. Agree. This is over. Yes, no? Most likely. Yeah. Most likely over. I, I would agree with that. It could be in the watch the third quarter. The third quarter for the Warriors is back. It's the same. They come out of the hot, come out, come out of half. They win. They go over their team total in the third quarter. They generally cover the line on the third quarter. So that could be another one. And then <laughs> Seabash just came in. Uh, our good friend down in down under, Sebastian Anthony said. So, Bet it in game when Golden State's down by 12 in the second quarter when they blow the Kings out in the third quarter. There's right. a roadmap. It is, I mean, it's Thank almost the, the, the rotation for the Kings. Sorry, for the Warriors has become so predictable for Steve Kerr that that's almost what the game will be. It's ridiculous. It's he step plays. He doesn't play for the last uh, for the first six minutes of the second quarter second quarter, right? He plays the last six minutes of the th- of the second quarter and then starts the third and plays a big chunk of the third quarter. Mm. Sits for the last couple of minutes of the third and plays the entire fourth. That's his rotation. It's been that way for a couple of years now, and it's why they blow their, their opponents out in the third quarter. This game, if Harden plays, what does this number go to? Because this tells me that Harden's not playing. No. Do you think he's playing? I mean, he could. He went there last night. He could have played last night. He was in the locker room pregame last night. Oh, maybe he does play. Well, that's weird. He showed up last night, hang out in shorts and a sweatshirt, shake hands with everybody, do the bro hug. How you doing? How you doing? Awkward video. Strange. 
Word. Terrence Mann's face, if you haven't seen that clip yet, is unbelievable. And when he walks in, <laughs> Terrence Mann, it's like he just saw the guy that, you know, his his girlfriend slept with. Like, it's just like he has a death stare at him. Like, why the, the hell are you here? Look? Like, it was, it what, was awesome. What is that and, and, and Russell Westbrook was trying his best to act like, yeah, it was really awkward. It was a strange reunion. I'm surprised they put it out there. Yeah, I don't just, know about that look. It looked weird. The whole team was a little bit like there was one guy. I thought Russ saying hi to PJ Tucker was genuine. Like that was like, what's up, bro? How are you? Welcome to the team. Like that was genuine. Everything yeah. else was like, oh God, this guy. Okay. Yeah, the cameras are on, boys. That's what that is, right? Cameras yeah. on. There's <laughs> yeah. there's hard. Hey, the beard's here. How you doing? How you, How you doing? doing? Mm, great. Okay. Wonderful. Um, uh, Harden out. LL. Okay. Came in the chat, said hard out. Okay. Why it's coming down? Painted four and a half. Oh, wow. That's, I mean, that's seemed like auto take it up at six, six and a half. Right. Auto well, take. So there you go. Two hours later, boom, numbers down. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Lakers games at night just to kind of get a feel for how they're going to lose in the playoffs, not win. <laughs> LeBron's still, LeBron is still really good. He's amazing, but the He's rest of the it. team got a lot of work to do and Agreed. can't play all the minutes. Yep. Yeah, so, he's got, I think it's like, he's a plus 30 with him on the floor and like minus 30 with him off the floor. Right. So it's a big difference when he's not playing at the moment. At his age, he's still the most valuable Laker, which is incredible. We're going to stop and think about it. Uh, small slate for the NHL, but we'll talk about three of the games here. Buffalo's at Philly. Total of six and a half. Over. Got the over. You lay the juice. That's 130. Oh, sucks. Juice sucks. Yep. Not to be like not your show, the daily juice. That doesn't suck. But the juice at 30 on a total sucks. That sucks. I agree. That's why I didn't bet it. (laughs) I was like, man, that's expensive. Can't bet it. It's going over though, P. Probably is. I'm hoping to get I'm hoping to get a slower start in the first five, 10 minutes and get a five and a half and bet over. You get a goal in the first five minutes, it's going to seven. Yeah, because Buffalo is a gift machine. So that's what I mean. Like you know you're getting a this is they're getting I'd rather bet they what's the gift price? It was very expensive last night. Uh, 180. Let's see what the latest is. Hold on. Uh, I think it was 165 last night when I looked at it. Um for a goal in the first 10 minutes for Buffalo and Philadelphia, because Buffalo has been, I think the, still the most profitable goal in the first 10 minutes um, team. Uh, let's see. Goal in the first 10 minutes. Got to be around 180. We're not looking. It got to be around there. Well, just given, yeah. I Anybody mean, only, sees it, put it in the chat while P-Roll's looking wherever you're at. It's just, they minutes. always move this around. There it is. Okay. Uh, minus 166. It's the same price as last night. Okay. So that was, I mean, what they're doing now is they're giving you both over one and a half, over a half a goal and over one and a half goals. You can bet two goals in the first 10 minutes now. Wait a second. Hold on. What's the two bets? What's the first one? First bet is over a half a goal at minus 166. So the yes. Okay. And then over one and a half goals. In the first 10 minutes? Yes. What the hell's up? It should be plus 250. It is plus 250 on the nose. Yep. I still got it. <laughs> on the nose. Plus wow. 250. I ain't even got no algorithms. I got drinks here. There's two. <laughs> Pay the two. I still could do that stuff in my head. Wow. Yep. Okay. 
geez, is that worth a bet? I don't know. I mean, the two goals in the first 10 minutes, that's aggressive. It's coming out fast, bro. I just bet the over in the first period. If you think that much now we're talking now that's sports betting. What a one right there. What's the same price? It's the same price as the gift though. Minus 166. Yeah, but you got a whole nother 10 minutes. Correct. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if you like, if you're willing to take, take a flyer on the two goals in the first 10 minutes, bet the over in the first period, which is one and a half. DraftKings hasn't started to do what the other books are doing, which really is annoying when they put the number at two. Like, that's just like <laughs> jackass move. Let's put it at two. Yeah, let's put it, let's put it at two. Does jackass get through or does Will got to bleep that? That gets through. That's, that's not a swear word. Just make it sure. Yeah, just ask it. fine. Jag off, jackass. Jag off is his all timer. I think Jack lets that one go right through. You could yeah, say, of course. That. I was in a sports book today. I had to go down there and say hello to somebody and uh, pick up some sheets and stuff for our conversations about football, which we'll get to here in a second. Yeah. And Pat was on the screen. They don't have them on the audio while the races are going on. So the horse oh. races goes and they, they're listening to the horse races. Then they go to the audio with Pat and then they go back to the races because the, the horse racing crowd especially during a week in books in Vegas, you don't mess with them. They're, they're, they're gangsters. I mean, I'm not a horse guy. They're old people, and they're gangsters. They're gangsters. <laughs> you don't, you do not mess with them. You, you've got, you put the sound on the fifth at Philadelphia park or you're going to get in trouble. You know, yep. God forbid you don't hear aqueduct and the race call, but they went to Pat and he said, shit, something <laughs> like that. And it was loud as hell. And then the awesome. guy, you could tell the guy was like, turn the audio down a little bit on McAfee. Oh God. Um, great do you like lemon drops do you like what lemon drops candy no i like lemon drop shots i don't like lemon drop candy no johnny pappas just came in to chat hello johnny pappas i haven't seen you in here before but thank you for being here and 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 hopefully hit the like button but he said i look like a lemon drop today is that a lemon drop book i don't know Lemon drops are very sour i don't does anyone in the chat like lemon drops they're tough for a candy no no I had a kid give me candy last night. He he had he had five pieces of candy. He did. You were in the house. I was I was giving him candy. Right. And he had five pieces of candy from other houses he didn't like. So he took two and put five in. It was like a take a penny type of thing. It was awesome. I'd ask his name, his <laughs> his phone number, and if he wants a job. I want to hire that kid. He gave you candy. Cause he didn't like it. He didn't like the gummy. He had like, he had like, yeah, he had like life. Did he, have a uh, crackle? he had lifesaver, not crackle. He had lifesaver gummies, gummy bears. What's wrong with that? Uh, Sour patch kids and a lollipop. Didn't like any of it. <laughs> I gave out chocolate last night. That's all I gave out. Everything was chocolate. I didn't give any, it was all Snickers and, and, and almond joys and Twix and Kit Kats. Lemon and heads are the best. Love lemon them? heads are no lemon head. The band is the best. Lemon head. The actual candy is nasty. It, the, the, the people in the chat love them. Lemon heads are nasty. Oh gosh. Are they ever nasty? Warheads. Oh, and lemon Andy heads. O said he likes him. Football guy. 97 says he likes him. Percy Roscoe. Yes. Yes. Had a warhead? Lemon, head. lemon heads rule. What? Ever had a warhead? Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan of either one. Warheads and Lemonheads are both awful. Bad candies. Nope, not a fan. Mm-mm. Way too much going on with the Warheads. No, not thank you. No. Is St. Louis live to beat Colorado? They are in a funk right now. Yeah, beat 4 nothing at home by Buffalo in their last game. Somebody got to pay for that. 
Is it them? Is it St. Louis? Or can St. Louis go to Colorado and win tonight? Oh, they could. But you could have them. I don't want them. All about Bennington. If he stands on his head, we'll see. But man, alive. <laughs> if you see the avalanche in the first couple of shifts, if they're flying around and they're peppering the goalie yeah. and Bennington's like having to make crazy saves, mm. go ahead and fire on the avalanche in game in terms of either money line or puck line. Because you're right. I think they could steamroll them. But I think if you're seeing a sluggish avalanche team, the blues are a hundred percent live to win this game, given where the avalanche are. Yeah. Um, that's it's a great fine. game. And the it's line's coming down. I mean, our boys at circuit, they must, they, they, I don't know if you guys are watching the show. Hello. Welcome Benson, J J Y D everyone else. They just went to minus two twenty on Colorado. Favorite? That is the okay. lowest line in the world right now. So what's somebody respected has played the blues. Um, but, you know, the books take those bets because, you know, they don't always win. Right. I would rather have Colorado in this situation, right? They just got off a uh, bad loss road trip, right? This is the first home game after a bad road trip. Yeah. No, no, no wait, wait. Didn't they lose at home to Buffalo or is that at Buffalo they lost? Uh, what kind of look right now? I thought that was at Buffalo. I mean, home. I thought it was a home game that they lost to um, – to the Sabres. Uh, no, it was see. at Cut. Buffalo. It was at Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the lost at the Penguins for nothing at the Sabres for nothing. I'm then scoring we come home and we get, we get St. Louis. I I don't want to be St. Louis tonight. I don't want them on a money line. I'll pass. Yeah. You guys can have them. In Put game. it in the chat. If you like Colorado regulation, there you go. You don't have yeah. to lay 200 in game. Just look at it. I would say, look at it from the in-game perspective. Uh, and then, this is interesting. Yeah. So the Ducks have a better record than Arizona. Ducks but have a better record than Arizona. Ducks are playing. <laughs> Talent-wise, Arizona's better. Are they? I think significantly better. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I is think McCarr this is... out tonight? Hold on. A-W-A-O-W-N just came in and said, is McCarr out or still out? I don't know. Oh, he's day-to-day. So oh. game time, game time decision. I'd Richie's like to know if he was playing. Richie is out. McCarr is day to day. Do you know who Dick Tracy is? Of course. Kids don't know. Yeah, I mean the movie, the whole you know the movie that came out the 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 real person movie, Dick Tracy was you know in the nineties. That was a big deal. Yeah, who was the woman in that? Madonna, wasn't it? Was it? It was who a famous... was the woman in Dick Tracy? I don't remember. Got to look it up. Put it in the chat. The kids don't know who Dick Tracy is. That was the first wrist. Yeah, right. Madonna. Yeah. It's Madonna. It is Warren Madonna. Warren Beatty was Dick Tracy. Warren Madonna Beatty was did a great job in that. Yeah, Al Pacino was Big Boy Caprice. Al Pacino was, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Madonna was she was the the breathless, what was uh, Breathless Mahoney? Mumbles was Dustin Hoffman. Mumbles. I got DA. a mumble in my life. James Kahn was Spud. We should actually institute the names for that they used in that <laughs> into the show. We got a Mumbles. We can get a Spud. We can get a – We oh, this is unbelievable. We got them in the chat. I mean, it's the names in the chat alone. <laughs> That's <laughs> outstanding. Handing out, handing out Dick Tracy names to people. So what do you make of this line? This is, this is a healthy favorite on the road, no? 
Was it now? I bet 120 last night. Was it now? You bet 120? Yeah. You have, oh, you have right side. I just looked. Uh, so anywhere between 125 and 135. Okay. I laid 120. This is one of those ones, and this is that old school mentality that I've gotten from sitting in books for all these years and watching hockey, which I am with Pat and the boys on the McAfee show. Hockey is awesome. It is. And we bet it here. We talk about it here. I love it. Okay, good. Um, it is. It is. Uh, Sabres Flyers is looking in against Hart, by the way. So um, that's an important, important thing to look at. I'm with. I'm with uh, I'm with Otto on this. I was just going to say this. Thank you, Chris, for putting it in the chat. Yotes are to side tonight. Anaheim's coming off a successful long road trip. That's an old, old one of those things that a lot of people in the content space this year that are going to dive into hockey betting are going to talk about that we've been talking about for <laughs> decades doing it, just so okay. you guys know. So if you do... Just say you heard it from the guy in the yellow suit. You don't even have to use the name. The guy That's in the yellow funny. hat. That's yeah, great. guy in the yellow hat. The man with the yellow hat. That would make you Curious George, by the way. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I talk too much to be Curious George because in the, in, the, in the cartoon, he doesn't talk. He doesn't say a word. He doesn't talk in the cartoon. But it's <laughs> it's like those are what like the, the, for those youngins who haven't seen this before, like. There are certain shows that came out that if they came out today would have very oh. big problems with certain parts of society. I don't think they would get greenlit. <laughs> like, I don't think they would get greenlit. You had like you had a guy who was at home by himself <laughs> in New York with a monkey that constantly got into trouble. And like there's all these different like innuendos, all these different like you just got very awkward when you're watching this through a modern day eye. You're like, I, I don't think you could do that today. <laughs> I don't think that would be allowed nah. to be done today, nope. given what happens around the world in nah. society today. It's so. it's a great cartoon. It's worth it's worth watching just for the just for the humor of it, <laughs> especially when he tries to date. <laughs> it's really <laughs> Some of the dating cartoon ones are the best episodes. They're so funny. They're unbelievable. Oh, they're so they're unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and now with kids and stuff, and again, I'll get to the favorite thing about today. We always do it at the end of the shows, but trying to explain this to the kids now, oh, like no. with any sort of context, and they look at you like, and you watch this? <laughs> you they went they had a movie and you went, yeah. Yeah, I read the books when I was little and got yeah. And they're like, and they just go, bro. And they walk away. <laughs> There's nothing you can say. Nothing. It's too, I mean, no, what can you say? I mean, you nothing. can't, you can't nothing. say anything, but like, yes, we used to do that. Yes. That was actually part of our society. Yes. We, for some, for some reason, we thought this was a good idea. <laughs> yes. We thought, we, we thought somehow kids were going to be entertained by the man in the yellow hat. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. It's Bron Bron. Bron Bron 205 just came in the chat and said it still comes on. His son loves it. Really? Maybe it's the animation. I don't know. I oh, loved it. I, I had all the books. I thought it was great. And now I'm loved 53 it. and I'm wearing a I'm wearing the yellow suit. <laughs> I, I've dressed as Curious George. I, I, I as a monkey. And now I've dressed as the guy in the yellow hat, the man with the yellow hat. 
<laughs> oh my god, what's happening right now? <laughs> it's it's um hold on. I I just I have to show this to 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 kids because if you guys have you guys haven't seen the guy, the man in the yellow hat, like you need to. They this what why won't I have the, the pictures. You want me to send it to you? I have it. I have what, it of you or the picture of the man in the yellow hat? Yeah, the picture of the man in the yellow hat. I'll send it to you right now. Hold on. You'll love it because you're going to have fun with it. Which No, because nobody, oh. no one has JPEGs. It's really kind of annoying. Yeah, hold on. I can't figure this whole thing out. Like it's, it's, yeah. there's there's, oh, there we go. Okay, now I got it. Hold on. You got. I just sent it to you. Here. Put that right up. This oh, is, yeah, yeah. This is, this is for, for, for you kids. That's the man with the yellow hat. There you go. <laughs> that's the man with the yellow. That's hat. the guy with the. That's him. That's him. Yeah, it, it, it's really awkward. Like, it's really like, wait, what exactly is going on? Like, why yeah. is is that what we used to do? Because the guy's face too. Let's see if I can pull this up for you fast. Um, with what you, sent I just me. sent. I just sent you the the, the picture. I don't oh know no, I got it. it. I'm, I'm okay. t- trying to see where. Okay. Where it's yeah. where it's saved okay. it saves in weird places whenever I save it off of you, off of the text messages. Oh, okay. All right. Well, now I got now I got it. Okay. So this is perfect. this guy. This picture, the first one. This is like the updated version. This was yep. the original. This is the original version. <laughs> <laughs> it's too crazy. Even uh, it, even the bow tie, even the shirt and tie. You, you've got that going on for you. So yeah. Even yeah, the only works. thing is, it's a yellow. It's a white shirt. Instead of yellow shirt, as yeah, noted, right. as noted a, by the kids, like gosh, this is, yellow this shirt is, was yeah. too much. Yellow one, yellow one, yellow is oh boy. All right, let's talk about this first. Ohio State is number one in the first college football rankings for the playoffs. Where, where should they be? Um, it's either Michigan or Georgia. This is wrong. But you put Ohio State there to get them out. If you this want, is what you put, they do. You put them there because they beat Notre Dame and they beat. Penn State. That's why they have the two best wins on their resume versus anybody else in the. They have a better. Their the record's better than Georgia. Better than Georgia. Better than Michigan. Really? Yeah, without a doubt. There's not That's a win. Why? Michigan doesn't have a win anywhere near as good as Ohio State's two wins. That's why they're one. Georgia doesn't either. Georgia hasn't played anybody, nor has Michigan. Like of of real note. Huh. Penn State top 10 team. There's no one on t- Michigan hasn't beaten a top 10 team yet. Nor is so Georgia. That's how they can justify this? Yeah. That's it, what it is. That's why. So it's the idea is. Do you put okay, any credence into this? No, but it's today. It's what it is today because Michigan's going to play both Penn State and Ohio State. So that, don't worry about that. They've got that. Georgia's going to play Alabama. Don't worry about that. Like they've, they've got games coming up that are going to be significant if Alabama beats LSU. But so these things are useless. No? Of course, but it's talking points. It's all fodder. It's to Here keep people That's talking. Right. This is what you've said in the past. Yeah, it's just to keep people talking about college football. It's just a controversy. They, they like the controversy. They did it on purpose because people go, wait, what the hell are you talking about? Ohio State's number what? Come on, man. You watch their games? They almost lost to Indiana. Like, yeah, I mean, it's yes. Maryland had them tied 17-17 going into the fourth quarter. They're the number one team in the country. What are you talking about? 
Yes, because put it, it in you. the chat right now for those of you that are here watching the show. If you haven't hit the like button again, please. I hate to keep reminding you, but somebody every day told me every day we need to remind you every day, two yes, or three times a day. Just make it part of your routine when you come and watch the show and, and participate in the chat or leave us a super chat. Hit the like button because something happens. I don't know, but Joe the Fat Panda, that's his name, not mine. But Joe the Fat Panda said, "Who the hell is Georgia played?" They have their same high school level schedule they play every year up to this point. Interesting. Um, C. Bass right away said Michigan should be number one. They and they will be after this week. No, no. Oh. They'll they'll beat Penn State. They'll beat Michigan. They'll be number one. They're playing Purdue this week, right? Thirty-two and a half point favorites. Yeah. Can we just focus on this week and don't just throw it in so matter of fact that they're going to beat Penn State, please? I don't want to really okay, focus they're gonna on beat that Penn right State. Now. They're going to beat Michigan. They're going to beat Ohio State. Oh, they're going to beat Penn State. I've been please. saying it for, for literally saying it for months now. This has been like the prediction for 10 months. I bet over nine and a half wins for your team because you're going to lose to Ohio State. You're going to lose to Michigan and beat everybody else. You're going to go 10 and two. All right. That's fine. At least you get over the season win total. It's a good season. Uh, 10 and two is a good season. 10 and two is a good season, but the two measuring stick games. There's no measurements. What if Michigan loses? To whom? Penn State. Whiteout game, nasty weather, fumbles, all kinds of stuff. An injury that's happens. For you. If that's bad, you lose 20 to nothing if that happens. You don't want that. You don't want nasty weather. You don't want cold. Michigan will run you over if that happens. Really? You don't, yeah, you don't want that. It's the best offensive line in the country. This they will the road grade. Of the show brought to you by Matt Perone. They will road grade you. You don't want that. You want nice weather. You want Drew Eiler to be able to throw the football on Michigan. Because you he throws want, so good. What are you talking about? Just telling you, you don't want to. You don't want to get into a game that's going to be a low-scoring slobber knocker against Michigan. You're not winning that game. Absolutely not. You are not winning that game. If Michigan loses, are they out? To whom? Either one. No, Penn they can State lose. Ohio they can lose State. to Ohio they State. Still get in. No, they lose to Ohio if State. Georgia loses a game. Are they out? Probably, yeah. Probably. And it could be this week. So we all assume Ohio State on the road at Rutgers. Forty-two and a half total. I would still bet under. We'll have much better feel for all this on Friday, mm -hmm. but there ain't no way. I mean, again, Rutgers the is not scoring a point. They're not scoring these a point. Blowout games or blowout, like you say when you're from Pittsburgh, is the dog. How many points is the dog going to score in this game? Three. Whoa, oh, that's a little bit extra. I was going to say not ten. Three touchdown and a field goal. No, they don't even Three. get that single digits. Three. The Ohio State covers that. Rutgers offense is not moving the ball in Ohio State. Not even close to me on that. Okay. Yeah, it's tough. Do you want to lay 42 and a half and have them score 40 points and it goes 40 to three final and you're kicking yourself for betting the under? You should just bet Ohio State minus 18 and a half. That's the only debate in this football game. Mizzou against Georgia. Can Missouri shut that alert in the graphic? Can Missouri do it? What? Can Missouri do it? Are you trying to start a pot? No, I'm trying to ask a question. Can Missouri beat Georgia? The answer can be no, but this is a top 15 football team. 
Uh, what standards? What do you mean by what standards? By the, the committee standards, by the rankings. So where we are, Missouri's favored. Missouri's going to go between the heads and win this game. Georgia's favored. Yeah, George's I'm just favorite. saying. George's I've seen crazier on. things happen. I'm just not. I'm. Everyone's in love with Georgia. I, I, I haven't been all year. Their defense is very good. They're eight and zero, oh, but Missouri is seven and one. Huh. They're right behind them in the SEC East. They're a game behind. This game is for le- first. This is game is for first place in the in the in the division. In the division in the SEC, five and zero oh versus three and one. There is no chance in hell that Missouri is going to beat Georgia. All right. No chance in hell. No chance in hell. Hold on. I got to highlight this game because I missed this game on your rundown of games because I know we're going to talk about this today, tomorrow, and Friday, both here and on Sports Grid on Friday. It's a huge game. 15 and a half, 402. Let's see where this number's moving to. Uh, hit refresh, and we are. Hmm. Huh. 16, couple 16s, couple 15 and a halves left. Total going up, sir. Mm-hmm. Missouri ain't stopping much at Georgia. Probably not. But if Carson Beck plays his worst game of his life, cool. which I'm still waiting for the Carson Beck game, it's going to happen. Crunchy just came in and said over to. Probably. Oh, Georgia minus 16, boys and girls. Cheshire Cat, how are you? I heard you don't like lemons. Or bananas. Oh. Sorry, I won't wear the yellow again. Bananas. But thank you for being here in the chat. We appreciate you. Um, plus 16, minus 16. Got to be a brave soul to take the 16. I'd rather. I don't 17. think they score. I'd rather have 17. I don't you know. You might get 17, Pete Roll. You, You're asking you, on Wednesday. You might get it. You see, have you seen some of the receivers from Missouri? Yes. I mean, they can play. I don't know if I'd be so quick to say that Missouri is not scoring on Georgia. Mm, I don't know if I'd be that quick to say that it's going up because they think Missouri is going to score on Georgia. Mm. That's what the total is going up. Uh, you mentioned the Michigan game. I mean, it's ridiculous. 32 and a half. I mean, what is this? There are, it's incredible. I tweeted the stat that somebody put up about all the averaging offenses in the big 10 West, right? None of them are averaging more than 24 points a game. It's really bad. It's really bad. Really bad offense or really good defense? Really bad offense. <laughs> really, really bad <laughs> offense. Really bad <laughs> offense. And Purdue is going to be one of them. They're going to get, you know, what do they score? 10? 13? What the hell is this total? What, 48? What? Hold 45? On, yeah. No, this is... 32 and a half, 33 for the spread and 50. Yeah, right. So 13 points. Purdue's going to score. 13. What's the team total? Purdue team total going to be 16 and a half? Probably, yeah. Right. I get a gift there. What do you mean? Too high? Yeah. Oh, wow. We got some Missouri plus the points. Yeah. In there. It's not horrible. How bad is Pitt? Because this line seems seems very light, given how bad Pitt is. Well, FSU only laying twenty one and a half points on the road. This is why I asked you if um, Ohio State being number one was justified, not because Michigan and Georgia weren't. What about the four seed here, Florida State? You make a case. I mean, 
I mean, their strength of schedule is not great either. The but LSU they did win, beat LSU yeah. game. If LSU right? beats if LSU beats Alabama, oh, then their win over LSU looks a lot better. We're moving on up like the Jeffersons if we're yeah. Florida State and yeah. their strength of schedule numbers. Um, ah, Florida State crushes Pitt. No, I think so. Yeah, I think they annihilate them. I'm surprised that number being lower than I thought, I thought 24 was going to be the number. Surprised it's only 21 and a half. Well. I don't like laying big it's numbers on the road. Pitch, sir. I know. I don't like laying big numbers on the road, but I don't know. They're playing with the total right now. How about that? Those of you watching the show that are in the risk rooms, the play is on the over, apparently. Fair. That might mean the weather's okay. This is one of those situations where the Steelers play tomorrow night at Heinz yeah. Field, trash the field, and then they get a – uh, not a great condition field for Saturday morning. Gross. Oh, it's in the afternoon. Twelve thirty start here. Three thirty Eastern. This is the same line, by the way, as what FSU was laying on the road at Wake Forest last week, and they won forty-one sixteen. Is Pitt and Wake Forest the same? I think Wake Forest is better than Pitt. Pitt had Wake Forest beat, and then they slid. Oh, Circa opened up at seventeen. Wow, it's been bet up. Yeah. Tyler just said, "Yeah." 17 is extremely light. What the hell? Road favorites. You always open them light when you're in the book. You got to see Oof. what the number is. You got to listen. We're okay with you laying 17 on the road. That's why we'll move it up. So, I don't know. But I, I don't think Pitt scores much. Do they score 16 points, which is what Wake Forest scored last week? Because you're getting 30 minimum out of FSU, if not 40. It's Wednesday. We're going to have to, I mean, you know, we've asked, you know, people to come on and give us weather reports on Friday. We might have to ask <laughs> if anyone's available to come on and do weather reports. We can no, talk busy. about the weather. No, they're busy. They're doing other stuff. Really? <laughs> if anybody wants to come on and do the weather reports, reach out to, to the show at simple Boston versus the book on the socials. <laughs> ask the BVB at gmail.com. Yeah. And we'll see because the weather now is becoming a factor. It's of course, November. It's November. About you got to look at it. One hundred percent. Always look at the weather. Becoming a factor. It won't be a factor in this game. Washington at USC. This is the fear game. This is the scary game. This is the track meet that could knock out the Pac-12 from the playoff picture. Hold up. Oh, I think USC is a hundred percent live to win this game. No, 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 they are. But why is the Pac-12 out of the playoff picture? Oregon's a charging locomotive. Dead. Done. I don't. They're not getting in. Everyone has to lose. They have one loss. Everyone's got to lose. I could use this for the Ducks. This little yeah. right here, this yellow. Although you, need, I'd put on a green shirt to really. I would absolutely. That would be yeah. a perfect accessory. You're That'd right. be the duck. But I look. Oregon's looking great. I get you. But the Washington loss is it. And then Washington loses to USC and forget it. You're out. Pac-12's out. Bye-bye. I mean, the four teams who Washington are Washington right is on upset alert this weekend. They 100% are. 100% on upset alert. Yep. If if Caleb dials it back and plays like he did last year at home, he won at Washington last year. He wins at home against Washington this year. Pac-12's not in the playoffs. So like like the like the scene in Star Wars when they said you're our only hope. Who who said that? When yes. you looked at the thing, 
Is Princess Leia? Princess Leia said it to, 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 to Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan, you're our only hope. Only hope, Obi Wan. You're only hope, Obi Wan. Yes, Washington. Washington, you're our only hope. Hope. It's if you're the a last year for the Pac-12. Yeah, we need to get a team at least undefeated to the why? Pac-12 championship game. Why do we need? Vegas. Why? Why do we need to do that? Well, because you just said we're dead. The yeah, Death here's... Star wins. The dark side. The Force. Dark, all dark of it. Side. The, it. All of it. They've all, they're all, they've all become Sith Lords. They've all left. They're all dead. They're all gone. I don't feel bad for the Pac-12 at all. Washington, Oregon, USC. They've all defected. UCLA. They're all defective. All of them. So we're going to the dark side. My gosh. They're like the zombie troopers in, in Ahsoka. Following that's a that's a orders. deep cut for Star Wars fans <laughs> right there. That's a that what you went. That was the deep cut that you just went there. I knew you would though, because I know you're a Star Wars guy. Yeah, you all, know about all that. Uh-uh. Wow, this is yeah. You want to go to this game and take a ride? Go to no. I've no Coliseum Saturday night. What? Let's go to the game. Uh, I don't know. I might actually. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. You got the car. Let's drive. We'll listen to the. Oh, I got a car. Right? I got a car this week. What'd you get? Damn, got a Lexus. Uh, it's an LX five hundred convertible. How many seats? Four, but the, in the back seats are small, small. Can't know. We get no passengers in that mofo. Yeah, it's just, it, 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 it really the two is a two seater or kids in the back. Kids can go in the back. Adults we ain't would, bringing no kids where we're going. Yeah, adults would be uncomfortable. Not the USC but, on Saturday night. But you can throw down. You can throw it on that top, and it, 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 it you're riding in style. It's a nice. It's a nice ride. Thirty Pacific start payroll. Just saying. Get in the car <laughs> for four hours door to door. The way you drive, we'll be there in three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Get up and go. So a lot, a lot of people in town. I'm just saying, I might be available. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Texas is laying four and a half at home against Kansas State. This is a fun football game. It's got no implications besides Big Twelve implications, but this is going to be a fun game. Texas lose? They could. Yeah. Seven and one versus six and two. Ginormous game for K-State, right? Huge game for K-State. Agreed. Huge game for K-State. I mean, it's wild because you have four and one Oklahoma, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Texas, and Kansas State. They're all four and one. Top two teams make the Big 12 telegame. The Big 12. The Big 12 is interesting. It's tight. Yeah. Five teams are all four and one. And then three and two Kansas, three and two West Virginia, right behind them. Right. So Oklahoma plays Oklahoma State this weekend in Bedlam. We got we got this game with Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. So one of those teams will have two losses. They'll be four and two. 40, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. Plus six? Mm-hmm. Is this the last time they're playing each other? Correct. This is it. I really interesting. To win this game. It was cool. Gundy gave a very interesting conversation uh, press conference today about the hatred of Oklahoma and how they've hated each other for so long. And I think it was Brian Boswell. He was talking about, he was like, you know, I spit in Brian Boswell's face in the game. And then he spit in mine. It's like, that's what we are. He's like, that's what this game used to be. He's like, this is what these two teams don't like each other. And then Boswell said, let's settle it. Me and you 50 yard line, Oklahoma drill. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was good on Twitter. These guys are like 60 years old. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't want to. I mean, it don't matter, man. People, Bedlam's Bedlam, man. It's in their blood. I would. There's, there's definitely a couple people. You're a I cowboy. You're a Sooner, and that's what you are. And you were yeah. that for life. And it, every time, I mean, this game going away is an absolute college football failure. AOWN just said in 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 the chat, it's a crime that this is going away for Bedlam. This is Absolutely. one of the fun games that became fun because of the rivalry for people like for a kid yeah. from Pittsburgh who love college football. This was always one. And then in the book here, this drew a lot of action. Of course. There's a lot of people that are yes. interested in this game, even when these two teams aren't competing for something. And it sucks that it's done. Dog life. Right 100%. now on Wednesday, dog life. 100%. I completely agree. We'll finish the rest of the college football slate and then do better to book it on the other side. If you guys are live on Twitter and YouTube, don't move. You get bonus time for you guys who are live or watching on replay on Sports Grid TV, listening on SiriusXM. We'll talk to you tomorrow for a Thursday next, right now, time for bonus time. All right. What do you think? Either one of these goes with the yellow suit, huh? I like the white better. The white with the purple, like the like gold in yeah, the middle, like the white better. You could this actually wear that. Your hat, though. You could do the white hat. You could actually pull out the white hat and have that be your LSU Alabama. Like that can be LSU Alabama. Now you're thinking. So get the little purple action. Merchandise. Yeah, Alabama at home laying three to LSU. I can't wait for this game. So you have the number one offense in the country against. Did you one talk of the top to defenses. that kid? We got to talk to her tomorrow. We got to have her on. The show. We are. Uh, we're not allowed to. The university well, we took. A, the university looked at our looked at our show, and said we are uh, sports gambling related. So they, they will not don't watch the show. I know, but that, that that was the answer that I got back. Was the University of Alabama took a look at BVB and said it is a sports gambling referencing show, so we do not allow our student athletes or student representation to go on those shows. She's a Bamarette. It's the dumbest thing I've heard in a very long time, but it's Alabama. So, you know, par for the course. I was rooting for Alabama in this game. This yep. Changed my, my route. No. TJ said he apologized. He said, hey. Just hey, I'm enough. glad we asked. I'm glad we didn't just have her on and get her in trouble later. Yeah, no, she knew she had to get permission from her coach, but the coach went to the university and the university, that was the answer that came down from the university. All right. We're PR people. We're not trying P, to PR them. department. I actually was, I actually want to go look and see who's still in the PR department at Bama. If I know anybody there I'd be like, really? Like, come on, man. What are we doing? It's stupid, but you know, it's what it is. Who wins? Bama LSU first blush. Bama. You, I have no idea. I've been, I I've been wrong in Alabama since Texas. I've been wrong on Bama. I was right on the Texas game. I've been wrong since. Yeah. So I thought they'd lose two games. I am on over nine and a half wins for LSU. I need LSU to win this game. Mm-hmm. I might bet Alabama just because the entire bet rides on LSU. Mm. So I may just bet Bama money line. Crazy. Because Alabama, if LSU wins this game, LSU is going to win out. Good point, Whitrock. Sports betting at Bama is a pretty hot topic after the summer. They're probably watching their P's and Q's. That's a good, I forgot about that. So did I. I, forgot, I forgot about the baseball. So did I. You're listen. I get it. Good I, job. I'm good with it. That's good fine. job. 
Good job. Good call. Yes. Yeah, that's good that's call. that's good. Yeah, LSU is six and two on the year. I need 10 wins for them. So they got to win out. Got to beat Bama, beat Florida, beat Georgia State, and beat Texas AM. All possible. So that's why I may I may be on Alabama money line. Now you were you were in Alabama and doing the pregame, all that stuff, doing your show. Yep. And Alabama was bad. And Sucked. these two teams still did not like each other back then, right? Oh, this is this is the Hatfields and the McCoys. This is this is the work. Like these two teams, you don't like each other is an understatement. It's number project, three. Right? Okay. It's three in the pecking order for rivalries. Okay. The number one blood hatred is Tennessee. Alabama fans hate Tennessee. Number two, Alabama Auburn is the Iron Bowl, and that will always be the little brother versus big brother rivalry that that uh-huh. consumes the state. You don't spend as much time talking about Alabama Tennessee as you do Alabama Auburn, but you hate Tennessee really. You have a common sort of like brotherly hatred with Auburn fans. You coexist with Auburn fans. Alabama LSU never cross paths except when they play. You live with Alabama fans. You live with Tennessee fans. You live with Auburn fans when oh, you want to. Oh, that's oh. a three. That's the triangle of fan bases with Alabama and Tennessee. The two states on top of each other. Two states over is LSU and Alabama. You don't get the cross Mississippi's in between. You don't get the crossover. So when these teams play each other, this is straight middle finger to your face all day long. This is the annoying uncle that comes over for Thanksgiving. Agreed. Yes. You like have that. to invite. You don't see him very often when you play him. It's like, I really don't like you. And, and by the you, time you're gone. Yeah. Like we'll see you next year. Yeah. I don't want to see it. No. For 12 more months. Yeah. For 12 months. Goodbye. I don't want yep. to see it. No. bar Agreed. I don't want to see it for no parties. No. So, business, and no, you add in a, a Yankee coach. It it's just fodder for Alabama fans. They have the better quarterback. They have the better offense. LSU Bama, yep. Bama has a better defense. Whoever wins that battle wins the game. It's strength on strength. So it may come down to Bama's offense against the LSU defense, which has been bad. That Missouri game was bad. <laughs> it was. Uh, put it in the chat. Minus three. This is, I mean, when is Alabama ever minus three at home? Rare. Put it in the chat. We got it. I, again, it's a big game. They, they come in now at one o'clock. I thought they came in at 12. They came in at 12 and stayed. Thank you again for being here. Bama minus three, LSU minus three, who you got on a Wednesday. I think we get it split right down the middle. I think there's, I think this is the perfect number. It's the perfect number. I don't think it moves all week. Doesn't move. No. I don't. Th- I think we sit at three. When we go to do the show on Sports Grid on Friday, it's still three. Fair. I think it's still yeah. three. I'm most likely going to be on Bama for that reason because I've got the future on the LSU Tigers. Uh, and then one more football game. How low can this go? Iowa Northwestern at Wrigley Field is 30 and a half. At Wrigley Field. When it goes to 31, they're betting under. When we get the travel budget, this is the type of game we would go to in the afternoon or in the morning and then jet to L.A. and catch the late game. Can't do it right now. we got things to do. We can only go to one. I am not going to this game, 100%. I am not going to watch this game, but we'll keep an eye on the score. I will actually tune in. How are you with 
football games at baseball stadiums. Yes or no? Hate it. You don't like it? Hate it. They're oh, not configured right. They're not configured right. Well, no, they're not. The sight but- lines are wrong. Have you seen what it looks like when they play at Fenway Park? It's well, dangerous. Fenway's unique. Fenway's silly. It's, okay, it's you not, see what it's a, a good place at Yankee Stadium and see what the what the pinstripe ball looks like? It's dangerous. It's not good. Wrigley's gonna be the same way. It's not set up for football. It's not meant to have a 100 yard field be played in that venue. Do not like it. No, not a fan. Way more into hockey games being played at baseball stadiums. Fantastic. Sign me up. Way more, way more into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Winter Classic at Fenway. Winter Classic, right. you know, at Wrigley. W- w- you know, Winter Classic in Pittsburgh. Right. Anywhere, in, in anywhere, right? Order they, that up. I yes. loved it. Her- Heritage Classic was being played in the CFL Stadium, right, for Calgary. Uh, yeah, Edmonton Football so, Stadium. Yes, yes, yes. So football stadium. So, so play it there. I, I'm down Gigantic. with that. Gigantic. A lot of people do not like it for baseball. For football, is it going to be football. windy? Wrigley's always windy in baseball season. If it's windy, this game is a dead under. Yeah, probably is. It's November and it, it, it snowed two days ago. I saw my friend's wife's Instagram in Chicago. She was like, what is this? She's a California girl living in Chicago. How's that going, by the way? I don't know. Oh, boy. I've heard I've heard not well. Okay. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> right. it's, been, it's been not great. We had, a line, we had our own line on that. I want, yeah. We don't have to disclose so, what it was, yeah. but yes. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> man. I... Would you bet over this game? Hell no. <laughs> over? What? Uh, no Are you way. kidding me? No way. <laughs> Brian Ferris just got fired. What's he going to do? Start throwing flea flickers left and right and have like pick sixes and stuff? So Come does he on. finish out the year? Or is he done? He does. He does. Through the bowl game. He's the OC until the bowl, through the bowl game. I mean, would you? I don't know about working. Tough. If you know you're fired. Like, how do you work the next two, month and a half? Like, how do, I do, Kirk Ferentz, you know, you're, you work with your kid. You no, know, your kid's got iced. The kid's out at the end of the year. Dead man walking. It's horrible. Bad, bad. It's an uncomfortable position to be in. Bad, bad. Not good. But they're going to a bowl game, so he's going to get – Enjoy that. Yeah. Enjoy that for sure. Yeah. Uh, one more for better to book it. Florida has made the announcement – the courts have made the announcement that they can go legal in December. Sports How betting. This? Sports betting will be legal in the state of Florida through the Seminole Tribe here in the state come December. Yeah. Now, it's not full-blown. We've said Florida, Texas, California, those three states are the game-changing states to go legal. Still feel that way with Florida going in a different way with the Seminole Tribe? I mean, it's a gigantic deal. They're doing it in December, which mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you want to get it open as soon as possible. What state did that? Some, oh, did Mass do that? Remember, they wanted to be up and get the kinks out before the Super Bowl. So you go to, right. you go legal in December York, to get it all out. New York did it. New York did like that. Okay. Ohio did it. That's what it was. Ohio right. did it. They, That's they who launched it January 1st. Remember, they built yep. it up and then yep, said yep, January yep, yep, 1st, yep. We're, we're open for business. Um, I, I haven't got all the details. I was texting with somebody back and forth. It's murky still. Yeah. We don't have a date yet. in person only. Yep. So that's one thing. But I don't know if they're ready for what's going on down there. I mean, there's a lot of people that have money and that are doing some things. Let's just say there's guys doing things. There's girls doing things in Florida all over that will come into the sports book to air quotes bet. 
um, the amount of cash and different things that they're going to see, they're going to have a lot of questions. I hope this stuff works. Whatever they have. Well, it's over the table. It's over the counter, though. So there's no apps to worry about. Well, no, you have to work a retail system. That was the that was the hardest thing. That when I went to West Virginia, right. they had an app that worked. They didn't know how to do anything at the at the counter. Uh, it was a total disaster. Nothing that they had programmed would convert. So they didn't even know how to make. They didn't know how to do parlays. They didn't know how to do parlays on a retail system. People like to bet parlays, P-Roll. <laughs> no. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. People like parlays. Didn't know that. Game parlays. Good luck with that. I don't know. We got a lot of friends in Florida. There's going to be a lot of people talking about it. I mean, where do you rank this? Is This is one of the big three to fall, right? I mean, it's not full, like fully legal, but it's significant. I mean, it's. It's significant. And and the fact that the tribes are going to keep the, all the money equally significant. Right. I mean, so I don't know. It doesn't change like the marketing spend because they're not going to spend marketing dollars the way like FanDuel DraftKings would if Florida went legal. I disagree. I think they're going to spend. If, who? Who's going to spend? The tribes? You do. Why? Because they got table games with it. That's what they, they got. That launches. That actually has, has a launch date. For roulette and casino style games, Get craps and here. roulette starts like December. Starts December like seventh, seventh, seventh. Yeah, for craps and roulette, roulette. Get in here, get in here. They're gonna. I mean, they already come. I got you know Jess's aunts and uncles coming and stuff. They go to the one in Tampa all the time. Okay, Hard Rock there. They're regular customers. They sent me a text last week when they heard it might go. You know. Oh. And they're like, you could come here and do what you do. You just do it in Florida and you could have the beach close by. Cause that's my only hang up with Vegas is that don't, don't have the beach. Cause I love the beach. Right. But I think they spend, I'm finding out if they're spending, if you know what I'm saying, yep, because yep, if yep. they're spending, we got people in Florida, not just our friend PB. We've got a lot of people in Florida that we know one, that two know us three might want to be a part of the show. And I'm good with going to Florida, especially in January, to do a show or two, if you know what I'm saying. Or three or four or five. BVB in the FLA would be okay. Can we do multiple space spots in Florida? Could we do multiple shows down there? Oh, multiple cities? Yeah. Or multiple shows in one place? Because the Seminole Tribe operates multiple casinos properties, do they not? It's not just one. Uh, it's just one. Six sport, locations, right? So six, six. You've got Tallahassee. You got Miami. You got Orlando. Just yeah, saying. We, yeah. Listen, you're in with the wife. I mean, you could tell her that we're doing it, and she might listen. If I oh. tell her, I I got no shot. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get that cleared. <laughs> Believe. Me. Hey, by the way, we're going. Where are you going? Don't worry about it. We're going to Florida. We we'll back. We we'll back in a couple of days. Mm. I mean, literally, I could just. I'm going with P roll. Really? Right. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else is going? No, just us. I mean, we're taking a producer. We got we got things we got, but we're going to be there. All right. You want me to FaceTime? No, you're with him. Fine. She good. Say yes. Wow. Time for better to book it. Light today. Ball State plus six at Bowling Green. 
Yes, I know Bowling Green's in Ohio, not Kentucky. Sorry, people were coming at me for that. I was tired last night. I don't know what the hell I was saying. I was saying Bowling Green, Kentucky. Sorry, Bowling Green, Ohio. Went to hockey camp at Bowling Green. In, in Ohio? Mm-hmm. Total is 39 and a half. It's going to be cold. It's going to be nasty. Why are you betting the college football on the week? Because it's like, my best. The way you're running right now, why are you touching? Because it's my best sport. That's why. It's my best sport. Did you have a play in it last night? No. You didn't pick one of those college football games last night? Uh-uh. Okay. I knew better. I knew better. I know I didn't have a read or a feel on any of them. This right. is this is a number play. I mean, this is just six points with a total of 39 and a half with a team that's going to run the football and, and have a fast moving clock. Uh-huh. The key is turnovers this game. As long as I'm not seeing ball state turn the ball over a ton, this should cover. This okay. is gonna be a boring, a boring football game. Book it. I don't even know. I mean, I know Bowling Green's in Ohio, but <laughs> I, I have no idea. Not one second will I be watching this game at all. So I will be watching this good game. Luck. Sabres money line. Lukanen played tremendous last time out up against the Avalanche. Now it's the Flyers' turn. I like it was a pick last night. The numbers moved. I think it moved to the same. Same 110 still? Uh, let's get it. Current line across the board consensus is about Still, yeah same one ten yeah, one ten they're playing around with the one hundred sixes one hundred sevens one hundred eights yeah I like I like the it's like fun goalie, to do when you're goalie matchup I lean towards the over but I think I like I over that's yeah. what I was gonna say I'll book it I'll it's take expensive. the home team in this spot it's expensive just you know it's it's a coin flip I don't think this is and the way you're running right now I'm probably going to say book it the way you're playing and we'll get you True. turned around that's true so okay <laughs> Arizona or you know Coyotes money line at Anaheim this is the old school in me I can't resist I I think Arizona's the side um but but better team. they're the better team ah but that doesn't I mean that's, buying look this number will be in, in a month this number will be minus 140. Ducks are bad. Ducks aren't good. Ducks have gotten off to a fast start. Ducks are playing very well. Correct. They're off to a good start. Started the year hot. They're not a good hockey team. This is a chance to buy on Arizona low. Arizona's is, the best team. Is the Buffalo game the Goathead game? No. That's on the oh. third. That's on Friday. We got to remember that. Addison is yes. not here right now. He had to run out and do something in a meeting or something. But yes, we got to remember Friday is the Goathead day. You're sure? Yes. The third. Yes. All right, Flyers, same the same two teams. They're flipping, oh, they flip. Oh, okay. I'll take Philadelphia tonight. Then all right, so that's good. Um, they play Goathead on Goathead on Friday. Remember that. Bet it, Arizona money line. So we'll see what happens with that. Those are my only three plays that I have rolling here with us. Uh, only let's see one super chat. Dave's Daily's picks. I'm making meatloaf right now. Are you guys meatloaf fans? The band or the meal? I am not a meatloaf fan, the band, nor am I a meatloaf fan, the food. Oh, are you? Are you? Uh, what is it? Paradise by the dashboard lights. That's the, that's their song. Meatloaf song. Is that, that's paradise by the dashboard lights. It's like an eight minute, nine minute banger. No. What? Is it that meatloaf? Paradise by the dashboard lights. That's the name of the song. No, yeah. I do. I do anything for love is the eight minute song you're thinking of. How long is Paradise by the Dashboard Lights? Um, let's see. That song is eight minutes and thirty seconds. But I do anything for love. Is is, is that the, is that by Meatloaf? It is. 
But paradise, but I do anything for love is the, is the one that's really long and the most famous. Song I was here. thinking of paradise by the dashboard lights and it's eight minutes and 30 seconds. Correct. Okay. Just want to make that perfectly clear that I was not thinking about the song you were thinking about. Although we do finish each other's thoughts. Eight minutes is eight, meatloaf. I do anything for love, but I won't do that is eight minutes long. Yours is eight minutes and 30 seconds. He's a eight 70s. minutes is a long time. If ridiculous. You know it's ridiculous. Eight minutes is a long time. That's a good song. You do a lot of things in eight minutes. It's 1970s. Yeah. Well, sometimes you got to throw it back to the 70s when you're doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Eight minutes. It's pretty good. Uh, uh, For who? (laughs) Question for who? (laughs) can be good for both. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Ask her. <laughs> if you're doing it right, it can be for both. Okay. Sure. Eight minutes is a lot of work, though. You're very sweaty. <laughs> a lot of work. Um, I like meatloaf on occasion as far as a meal. I don't like it a lot. Big fans of it in the house. I'm not. Yeah. Grandma yeah. makes a meatloaf that uh, the missus has kind of inherited. Too much gravy can make the meatloaf no good. See, I don't do gravy on anything. What? I don't do gravy on anything. Mashed potatoes? Nothing. I don't like gravy at all. You don't put gravy on mashed potatoes? Mm-mm. Nope. Salt and pepper. That's it. Maybe butter a little bit, but I mix it in. Is there anyone in the chat that's here still watching, if you don't are, like that does not put gravy on mashed potatoes? Don't like Thanksgiving, it. Thanksgiving? No gravy on, on, on the turkey? Anything. Nothing. I'll put cranberry Ever? sauce. I'll put homemade cranberry sauce on my turkey, but that's it. That's fine. That's a good substitute on the turkey. That's, that's all fine. I'll do. So, like, it's too dry. Okay, put cranberry sauce on it. I don't like. It's just a weird thing. I never liked. I don't like it. Changes the flavor of it. Wow. Not a fan. Okay. No, not not a fan. All right. Not well, my thanks, thing. Dave. For the for the <laughs> meatloaf isn't meatloaf isn't either. Uh, favorite thing about today is what. Um. We got so many people watching, listening to the show all over, don't know where, don't know how. One of our goals for the rest of the year, personally, and for the show, me and P. Rod are going to discover the ways that people are consuming the show. I think we need to learn more about whether you're listening to it wherever you get podcasts, um, you're watching it on our live show, either on the YouTube, on the Twitter, or you're consuming the replay on Sports Grid at night or on Sirius XM. And I randomly, you know, I posted that picture of the kids yesterday and me with the Savannah Bananas gear on. Hence, I'm still wearing the, the, the suit and the hat and stuff today. But a lot of people saw that and reached out. And I got this text, which I'll read uh, from someone. I hope all is well with you. I mean, he commented on the picture. He said, the picture of your family for Halloween was great. I loved it. Hilarious. You have a beautiful family. Thank you. And then it said, hope all is well with you. I listen to your show every day. Ooh. It's great stuff. You guys are doing a great job. Hmm. Thank Unsolicited, you. out of nowhere, Chicago guy. Oh, cool. I haven't seen in a while. And he said, I hope to be coming out in a few weeks. If you're free for lunch or breakfast or coffee or whatever, it's on me. Have a wonderful day. And I was like, well, first of all, thanks. Great to hear from you. How are your kids? Blah, 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 blah. And it resulted in a long conversation back and forth. 
and he said, I usually listen to it. I have Sirius satellite radio in my car, oh. and I listen to it that way. If oh. I'm not in the car, I have a Sirius app that I use to listen in as well. So I was like, wow, okay, that's good to know. Absolutely. Um, and I, I I couldn't wait to tell you. And I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to tell him on the show because my favorite thing about today is the ability that we have in a platform that we've kind of created and continue to do. And you guys are a big part of it by showing up here every day. Just a random text turned into a conversation and a bunch of things from the show. And yep. I, I can't thank people enough for continuing to come here and join us, join each other, communicate with each other about the show. So that was my favorite thing about today. And it's only one o'clock and I'm still wearing the banana yellow <laughs> suit. <laughs> this is for um, show for the suits, but we don't have suits on the show. No, we do not. No, that's true. I mean, my favorite thing about today is kind of along the same lines, but it's, it's more of a, when I, I went on like a little bit of a mini rant the other day, um, I had 30 minutes to kill before my class. I never get there early. And I was just sitting in the car and I was just like waiting and start thinking. I was like, okay, I want to say some things about where we are for the show. And I've gotten a lot of people who have DM'd, who have reached out. We had some people who both text both me and you mm -hmm. to say different things about the show and about what's going on and you know what we're doing and where we're going and how things are going. And it's, you know, it's, uh, it's the end of the year. So like, I'm always a very reflective person and I'm always looking back and like, what can we do better? What can we improve upon? But I'm also somebody that likes to appreciate the work and appreciate what we've done. And I wanted to say thank you to those people that have gotten us to where we are today. And those people have helped us because a lot of you guys do things without us asking like it's remarkable it's amazing but like but like sonic gave us a overlay for for halloween that looked awesome on tv last night i was Great. like that looks so good on tv because it was so different than what anyone else was doing and it it was it popped but i didn't ask sonic to do that he just did that we don't ask mikey awesome or we don't ask you guys to put the videos together or the roll call friday stuff you guys just do it and that's what's so different about what we have versus what other people have because most people think that we're paying you guys to do it or that they're plants or that, you know, there's some like, you know, back door, back room deal that we're doing to get ourselves. Cause there's plenty of people out there that do that. They've got burner accounts all over the internet <laughs> where they go ahead and push their own stuff out. And it looks like interaction. It looks like engagement and it's not. <laughs> so it's like, Oh, they, they look, look at all this engagement. Look at all that. And it's like, yeah, but those are all burner accounts that people that they like the, the same person is doing this and we don't do any of that. And nope. I've never even thought it hasn't even thought to be a thing I would do for the show. So what you see is what you get. The show is as real as real can be. And that I think is the most important thing that we produce online, offline, on air, off air is just that. <laughs> so I want to say thank you. And so I just run this little tirade just to kind of say thank you. People have reached out and really said nice things and, and, and talked about, you know, because this is a experiment in being entrepreneurs. We didn't start this to be, this wasn't design. We didn't sit down and be like, let's be entrepreneurs. Let's start a show and let's go on our own. Let's have all these different meetings all the time, trying to talk to all these different people about all these different things. It's not really what the show was supposed to be. <laughs> and it is now. A friend of ours, Joe Fortenbaugh, had a tweet today that said, calm is life. Learn to be calm 
Yeah. The sooner you learn to be calm in the face of fire, you're calm. Right. In the face of boredom, you're calm. This show is that exactly. And the ability to talk to each other, the relationship that we've had mm-hmm. over the course of this and then built with a lot of people that watch and listen is just that. I feel a sense of calm knowing that I'm going to get here at 11-ish Pacific every day, see you, have no idea what you're wearing, have (laughs) no idea, but I've gotten the email. We've traded texts numerous times. Most likely we talk on the phone the night before, Mm -hmm. and we're going to come here and do the show. And it's calming. It's peaceful. And I fucking love it. And I think it's reflected in what we're doing behind the scenes, which you're absolutely right. We had no intentions of this being an entrepreneurial thing, of us doing all these sales calls, of us reaching out to people saying, hey, you know, have you done this before? You sure. If you know how to do that, do it eclipse. Sure. Do you know how to do overlays? We've met these people on the phone, in conference calls, in Zoom meetings. We haven't even met half of you guys in person yet who we interact with every day. And it's fucking great. Thank you. Your 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 little tirade de- definitely got some people like noticing, like you know, because I got the blow up calls too, and I was like, "What? I didn't know what you did." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was mean, like, "But like, but the haters," and I meant it. I mean, thank you to all of them. Thank you to the haters. Thank you to the people that right. want the show to burn. Thank you for right. all the people that think what we do is shit. I, I mean, thank yes. you yes. to anyone that's giving us attention in the fuel because both of it's fuel. The negative is as much fuel as the positive. I tend to want to lean towards the positive, but the fuel, the, the negative is there. Right. And there's definitely an idea of like, I, I, I want to make this work and I want to make this happen. And I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. One of my favorite shows is Shark Tank. I, I love watching and listening and having these conversations about, you know, what the show could be, you know, what is something worth? You know, I, I, I teach kids in my class, something is worth is whatever somebody will pay for it. Yep. And what we consider worth versus what somebody else considers to be worth are two vastly different things half the time. So we're looking for the people that see the worth in us the same way we see the worth in the show. And those meetings, we sit down and we know pretty fast whether the person gets it or not. Do you understand what we do? And if you don't, you don't. That's fine. But chances are you're going to be looking at things that aren't going to be the same thing that we're looking at. Definitely we're, not. I feel like we're we're looking around like we're the only one sometimes that can see it. Gotta put these it, that is true. And I'm okay with, I, I look, I said it on the tweet, but like we're the indie band that has the hit record that you could say one day I was there when that's what this is. I and hope I, you're right about that. I grew up my life. I grew up in my life chasing these bands, watching these bands play in tiny little clubs and tiny little venues until mm-hmm. they were eventually they're playing in TD gardens and Gillette stadium. And the key, you keep on saying it, do the show, just keep on doing the show. Just and that's what they up, did. Baby. And that's what the bands did. Just keep on doing the shows, keep on playing, keep on performing, keep on pushing, keep on keeping on. Yep. And when you do that, people start to pay attention and they're like, what is that? And then like, oh, you never heard of that? And it becomes this viral thing. Now, back in the day, it used to be taking mixtapes or taking tapes and dubbing them and handing them out across different people and they'd share it. The internet does that now for us, right? Where you guys interact. We watch our Twitter, you know, the at Boston versus the book Twitter account every day, growing, 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 getting bigger and bigger and bigger. People are paying attention. People are, you know, watching and, you know, for the vast majority. And we're not always right. No. And I'm the first one to say it. 
Right. You've but that's gotten not the point. good at it too. Like yeah. you've gotten good at saying like, look, like just you did it with the tweet last night. I'm ice cold. Oh, I'm yeah. still doing the Horrific. picks. Yeah. Listen to the show. You know, we're we're going to be here. You don't have to like what we're wearing. You don't have to like the hats. Although, no. I mean, if you don't like these hats, I don't know what to tell you. But we're, <laughs> we got we got hats. We're going to get these hats out to those of you that have reached yeah. out. So, and again, um, I think we got, you know, I'm trying to work on something to have it in ready so you guys can order stuff for Christmas. Right. And the holidays. Like it would be able to get some basic stuff out because we appreciate it. When, you know, you're out and you you say, hey, what is that? Oh, that's a cool hat. What is that? That's a show I listen to. You got to listen to these guys. Everyone I meet when I'm out, I tell them, I don't have business cards. I have this. Here, <laughs> look at this. Look at this show. This is our business card. We're here every fucking day. Right. We ain't going nowhere. I mean, until they tell us we can't. And then when they tell us we can't, then look out. Because we ain't Who, stopping. Who's telling us? No, the suits? I don't know. What suits? There's no suits. That's a beautiful thing. YouTube? Like who? Like who's telling us no? <laughs> who's, who's kicking us I off? Yeah, we, so anyways, I just want to say thank you. It just I just want to kind of put a bow on that tweet, tweet thread that I did. So we're back tomorrow. It's a Thursday. It's a football Thursday. Lots to get into. NFL we, we, Wednesdays, we do the first look at college. Thursday, we do first look at NFL. There's a lot of interesting games in the NFL. Steelers, Cowboys, Steelers and Titans tomorrow. Yippee. Rah, rah. What the hell's that? <laughs> a horrible game. What the hell does that mean? Who's your quarterback? Who's playing quarterback? That's this tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. I we'll ridiculous about. suit for you. And that's for how me. you leave me, me today on the show. For me. Don't worry about that for me. Back tomorrow on a Thursday for BVB.